Weather Service has upgraded Springfield's blizzard from Winter Wonderland to a Class 3 kill storm. I don't like the sound of that Class 3. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Most often, I... one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. If you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. All right. Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right. So I'm, st- I'm still learning between the laptop and... Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I think I need a new input cable. This thing's powered. It's kind of loud and weird and whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it. What's, Fuck what's, it. what's going on? Hey, not much. <sighs> All of a sudden, it was fucking Saturday. I know, right? The both of us were like, oh, shit, we should do a show. Yeah. It's a fucking well. I got to tell you, though, since like Christmas Eve, I've had no idea what day it is. No, no. No idea. With my wife taking days off and me having weird schedules. And the kids being home from school. Yep. All of that. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Get out, puppy. What are you doing? Hey, hey. Go. Get out of here, dog. Come on. We gotta trim your nails, clacking around. No, oh, oh, trim your fucking toenails <laughs> and leave your shoes on for Christ's sake. Sorry. Oh, so my dog had like, I don't know, like you ever pop a water balloon? Yeah, that's the kind of diarrhea my dog had for three days. That's fun. That's fun. That's not fun. No, not at fucking all. So. <sighs> yeah i don't know, That's I like, don't know. Oh, i've seen a, a whole bunch of movies i just watched like 10 movies in the last three days all right um what was that what was what that that i'm just tapping the chair oh okay i'm worried um, that i'm like shorting out my laptop with no. the powered cable i um <laughs> mom, mom, mom. So i saw a spark at some point what was I going to say? You saw a bunch of movies. I saw a bunch of movies. So what have I seen? I saw 47 Ronin. Okay. I heard um, that was, hmm. eh, you know, it was a samurai movie. Yeah. Um, but it's it supposed was, to be the fucking samurai movie. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was fine. Yeah. And Keanu was fine. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even his fault. It was just, you know, it was okay. The fight scenes, you know, it was fine. Yeah. You know. Um Okay. What else did I see? I saw The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay. At first, I thought that would be interesting. And then the second time I watched the trailer for it, I'm like, nah, not really. No. I so wanted it to be great. Yeah, but it um, wasn't, right? It wasn't. Let me ask you a question. What? 
would it have been great if it was someone else? I think that he was fine as Walter Mitty. No, <laughs> yeah. he was fine as Walter Mitty. I just, I just think that, um, and you know, and because Ben Stiller directed it too, so mm. I'm not sure if it's even so much the the direction. Um, I think it might have been the script, maybe. Okay, because I was thinking it'd be really funny if Walter Mitty was his. Meek, if if the the meek mild one was was Ben Stiller, and the adventurous one was Tom Cruise, and they could kind of look sort of the same. That could be that could be an interesting. That would be funny. Like that in his, my head. That his in his fantasy life, he he lo- and in his fantasies, right? He's just a little more his, handsome. In his little fan right? in his fantasies, he is a little bit cool, a little bit more rugged. Yeah, but he's it um, looks it looks in the ads like he's doing a bit. When no, because he's, when it's he's not, like the adventurer, but guy. it's not slapsticky or anything. No, like but that. that's how it comes it's off of funny. the trailer. Um, it not. See, I would disagree with that. I think. Well, you can't tell I me the, how it how it how it appeals to no, me. No, no, that's fine. I I can <laughs> I can totally understand that's your opinion. It's just that your opinion's wrong. Well, I think I think You're, the problem is that he's he's done all this comedy. Yeah, and then this trailer isn't it. All right, let me let me put it this way. It's not Philadelphia. It's not a total, complete departure from everything he's ever done. No, but done. you know what it is? It's, it's like a little more dramatic night at the museum. It's no, it's... A, that's it, how That's how the trailer okay, comes it, off. It's more dramatic than that. I would say it's, um, it's sort of akin to, but not quite exactly like Adam Sandler doing Punch Drunk Love. Mm. Okay? It was like... I can't not the right time. I can't say that <laughs> there was I can't spot certain parts that were told that were bad, like oh, where yeah. it took a left turn. Like like you know in that Vince Vaughn divorce movies and oh. with Jennifer Aniston, where literally I can go and I can tell you the fucking frame where that movie goes awry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When it where, gets it's... dark and dumb and when he has that fucking party after they leave. But anyway, um yeah. the whole I think the problem with terrible with Walter Mitty is that when he dips into his little fantasies, um it's like what ends up happening in these little fantasies, it's so seamless with what's going on in his in his like real life right. that you know, when he's on the train platform and then he just sort of runs and dives off of it, you know, okay, this is just his little fantasy type of thing. But when he, and I don't know if this is necessarily spoilerish when you see him jump onto a helicopter. No, that's in the trailer. Yeah, it's in the trailer. So, but for a little while, not I mean, not a very long time, you realize that what he's doing is actually happening. Yeah. But it's not, it's crazy enough that you could actually think that, you know what, if this is one of his fantasies, how long will it go on? And when will he wake up? What's going to be happening when he wakes up? Okay. It could be that the adventure he does have could just all be in his head. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is it ambiguous that way or is it pretty cut and dried? There's a certain at the beginning of the adventure. Yeah. There's a point where you could say this is all in his head, but then other things happen that tell you it's okay. It, it, it's happening. All right. Do you think and, having the whole thing be more ambiguous would have been more interesting? 
Um, it could have been. If the whole adventure was in his head, that could have been a little bit more interesting. Right, cause like, um, like, cause like an ending. where the story An ending story where you can is, interpret so. it one way or the right. other, depending on how you right. view the character. I, I think that like the original story, like nothing happens except it, it's, it's in his head. Right. So for him to... And and you, you can see it in the trailer even that there is a change in him by the end of the movie. Yes. So otherwise, it would be an unsatisfying movie. You can have it in a short story. You can um, even he, he could do it. He, the whole adventure could take place in his head, and he could still be a different person. And he could person change who, who he is. Yeah. He, could, he could just snap out of it and be like, "I need to do something," and then he's driven and right. determined. Yeah. So, um, but it was it was. There's a fight scene, fantasy fight scene that goes on in his head um, that's with Adam Scott. That's actually mm. pretty well done. It's pretty funny. I like Adam Scott. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Yeah. It would have been, I think, a better sort of beginning of or end of the summer thing to be thrown, to be released when it was. Yeah. It made me feel like the studio had more confidence in it because this is like, all right, we're throwing out our big Oscar guns this time of the year. It's not necessarily a kid's movie because this is what you get this time of the year. Something opens on Christmas. Yeah. It's either a kid's movie, a, like a big-ass blatant comedy, or a straight-up a straight drama. Yeah, a yeah. straight-up Oscar bid. Yeah. So... Um, but then, but then it lost to over the weekend. Like Frozen and The Hobbit just kicked everything's ass. Yeah, yeah. But which I think is, those, I think those are movies that, given you know the holiday season, the yeah. long school vacations. Yeah, I think well, that here at least. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, and I think that did your would yeah, your girls tomorrow, have gone back? Tomorrow's their first day back. Okay, they but, should have gone back on Thursday. Okay. See, my kids, they were off until tomorrow anyway. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, I know. I, but, you know, it's, you know, even Lily said it. She's like, well, you know, I wouldn't want a snow day tacked on the end of the year. Yeah, but they plan for that anyway. Yeah. It's over like five or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So. And it didn't make sense to have them come back Friday or go on Thursday and possibly get canceled. The teachers don't want to go for one yeah. day. Yeah. So. Doesn't make sense. Plus, it was frigidly cold. Like, yeah, like, it was. Like this. Um, this um, polar vortex they're talking about over the Midwest, where it's going to be negative fifty-seven in like parts of Illinois and, and, and Ohio, wow. um, and it's, that's not Celsius. That's Fahrenheit. Uh, that's um, fucking crazy. Where the weather people are saying, "You dress properly for this, or you're going to die." Yeah, like <laughs> the weather people don't really say you will die in this weather. Yeah, quickly and miserably. So anyway, do um, you think? Do you think? Um, with another actor, it would have been no. I more don't. No, I don't think that was the problem. I don't think that was the problem. I think the script was the problem. Because I, I personally, I like Ben Stiller, but I can't see him in that kind of epic style role. It, no, he was fine. Hmm. He was fine. I think that. Um, I'm trying to think if if another director would have done it or maybe done the script differently. I, I'd have to read the script. Yeah. Um, cause the story itself was fine. Um, cause he needs something to do and he has to go and find, I mean, you see it in the trailer that yeah. looking for this 25th frame, whatever. Um, which doesn't make sense since everything's digital anyway now. 
you got to see the story. It, right. it, I mean, it works. It makes sense. Okay, it does. It but does. you need to sell people in the trailer so that but it, that it, shouldn't it, even I have mean, been. It, it works. It's yeah. it's sort of the end of old media. It's Life Magazine going out the door. Mm. It's a you know Sean Penn is a, a little eccentric photographer. Okay, who still shoots on film. Right, that's so. Fair. It's fine. I mean, you got filmmakers out there who shoot, still shoot on film, and so <laughs> not, not many, not really. So, um, <laughs> not really at all. So, um, anyway, what else did I see? I saw uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Okay, Saving Mr. Banks was two great movies. Yeah, like like Julia and Julia, which, um, was, which was one great movie. With a whole other story in it. Yeah, this was, I mean, I really, it's really interesting because, like, I like seeing stories about people who, about creative people yeah. and about how movies come together. I love that behind the scenes shit. Right. So you've basically got um, a behind the scenes movie of um, how Mary Poppins came to be a movie. Yeah. And you've got behind the scenes of how. Mary Poppins became a book, kind of. Right, you right, know? right. Um, and it's... The, both sides of this movie, they're too different. The Disney stuff is, yeah. you know, kind of light and fun. And because, you know, they hear the guy's trying to make a Disney movie and she's kind of like being a bitch. Um, For lack then, of a better word. But then yeah. you see her... Um, you know, going back to her childhood and hearing about seeing her childhood in it. And it's a little yeah. dark, quite frankly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, either one would have been a great movie on its own. Wait, um, but, but, but there wasn't enough to make a full movie think, out of either. I think there could have been. I really do. Well, I, I with, really what, was, with what was there. So, no, but if you um, had started with Disney, with, with Walt, coming across the story and do a little little back on that and then maybe go into the trying to contact her and getting frustrated and doing all that. Did you see it? I saw half of it. Okay. I'll watch the other half. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um I everybody looked really good. I liked yeah. uh I liked Rhino. He uh he's looking pretty good. Yeah. Um I I I'm not sure if if I feel that it's an unfair portrayal of what's her face? Because she's way too stuffy. What was interesting, though, is... Um, and no human being but, is but like But i got to tell you, near the end, um, yeah. like during the credits, they actually play... Mm. I, I don't know if you, you, you got to the part where when they're working... No, um, she I haven't keeps, got that far. Okay, when they're working, I'm going to... little. No, that's fine. I've, I've watched some right. of the parts. Um, while they're working, you... Um, she kept a tape recorder going uh, while they were working. Okay. So at the end, they play some of those, a bit of that actual okay. recording wasn't that far off. Mm. But I mean, I mean, as a person in general, I don't think she was that harsh because I've read that she's not or wasn't. I don't know. But don't they're know they're creating characters. It. It's a yeah, fictional exactly. it's a fictional account of a true story. So. Really the one thing that I am most interested to see is where she says no animation. I want to see how he talks her into it. That's what I want to see cuz clearly there's animation in the movie. Well, yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm curious about 
the negotiation aspect of the whole thing. Yeah. All right. What else have I seen? I've I've seen a ton of stuff recently. Um, what else is out? I have to say, the um, extended edition of The Hobbit, not all that much added in from what I could tell. But the extras have to be the best, most comprehensive thing. There's a, you know the map that they always show with the Shire and Mordor yeah. and all that? The for, map that was in the books. Yeah. For one of the shots, they zoom into the map, and it's the, the Battle at Moria um, where Thorin gets his name uh. with the shield. Um, they zoom all the way into the map, and then they have an overhead crane shot of the people doing the fighting, but it's that same sepia ink type thing in the yeah. map, and it's, they start moving, and the, and it moves in further, and it fades into real people, and it's like, this is an extra for a DVD. Yeah. We've seen extras for DVDs where it's like, hey, this is the set, look at that, there's that guy yeah. over there and that thing, and fuck off, and that's it. But this is, like, they followed the numbering sequence from Lord of the Rings. Like, this is this is chapter eight, yeah. and it's like, and and Jackson comes on for an introduction. He's like, if you remember, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oh, nine. He's like, and so this is chapter nine. It's like, holy shit, dude! You, yeah. He's making it one, one full like. It's impressive. The just the work on the extras is yeah. impressive, but then to watch all the behind the scenes stuff because we watched over the course of two days all of the behind the scenes stuff. Because Ellen's birthday was yesterday, so we did whatever she wanted. Oh. And uh, she didn't want to do anything, so we didn't do anything. That's the best. Yes. And uh, it's just absolutely amazing to watch everything that was done for this. I mean, you know a lot goes into a movie, but holy shit. Like, Jackson's movies are just huge accomplishments that should never happen. Yeah. That shit shouldn't. Like, you make a Star Wars movie, that's fine. That's whatever, but they they have two linguists who are in conversation with a guy with a doctorate in linguistics and token like languages, and yeah. he's exactly what you think he would look like. But he tells them how to say shit, and the two of these people write the dialogue in dwarvish or the dark language, the dark speech or, and like right. they have to coach them to say this stuff. And it's like, that's just one small aspect of it. They, one of the dwarves, the big, the big one with the tattoos on his head and the, the, the brass knuckles. Um, he said, uh, he gave his axes names, um, during a, a costume fitting. And when he came in the next day, they were etched into the axes in dwarvish. And he's like, Holy shit. Yeah. And it's like, he had them put on his knuckle dusters, like he names for everything, and because it makes it way more personal. Yeah, but just, just to show how, uh, okay, to change the physique so they don't look like shrunken people, gloves like they made their heads larger. Yeah, it was it was absolutely fascinating the way they they did all that. Um, uh, padded suits that only look padded in one scene in one movie from what I've seen so far. When they get out of the water, you can kind of see it clinging yeah, to yeah. them in a weird way. But the camera system that they used to get Gandalf in with the dwarves, because they said um, you can use you can use forced perspective right. in 2D, 
but you can't in 3D because uh, yeah. the camera picks up right. where everybody is. So they had to figure out a way to shoot Gandalf on a 25% smaller set, slave the, the, the cameras together so the motion is all the same, give him an earpiece, everybody on the other set an earpiece. He's in a green set. They're in the, the actual set. And then the computer puts them together in real time and they can watch him interact with people that aren't there. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of un- work for the Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Ian McKellen, he had, he had a little breakdown. It was his, uh, That was his first day, was shooting on this green set with no one to interact yeah. with. And he's like, I, I should just quit. And he started crying. Like, it, it broke yeah. him. And um, they did a lot of nice stuff for him. And he's like, all right. That's, he got through that. And then he was working with real people, so yeah. it was fine. But it was really kind of sad. Being like, oh, dude, you can't quit. And then they showed Christopher Lee. Fucker's 91 years old. Right? Sharp as a fucking tag. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's what they say, man. Don't retire. Just, just keep going. Yeah. But uh, what else did I say? I told you I saw American Hustle. I saw Wolf of Wall Street. Right, right. Uh, I've seen all that stuff. Um, I kind of want to see, I kind of want to see 12 Years a Slave. I do and I don't, you know? I've heard it's, I, I, I've heard differing reviews. I've heard some people say that it's absolutely great. And I've read some reviews that say, yeah, it's a little overblown. Yeah, I want to see uh, her. Yeah, her? I'm interested in that. I don't like him all that much since his stunt. Me neither. It's I've like, never been a big fan of his. I've been like, yeah, okay, whatever. I like to have been walked the line. I heard something about him being Lex Luthor. <coughs> yeah, I've heard. I, I heard young. I was going to be Lex Luthor at He's one too point. Young. I heard Gru from fucking Despicable Me was going to be Lex Luthor at one point. That would be awesome. That actually wouldn't be so bad. But no, that now now the Rock's talking about he's going to be in a DC movie, and it's like yeah, who, who the fuck could he? No, he can't be Green Lantern. He can't be. That's what they said. That yeah, they're they're, they're, they're wrong. Whoever they is, they're wrong. They're talking about what's his name? John Stewart is. You cannot have Green Lantern be more jacked than Batman or Superman. It's just not it, that that no. It can't happen. I just read a thing. I know. Stop I know. At me. But the the I read it too. Hold on. Where are the muscles? Yeah, no kidding. Huh? I did that whole inhale off the thing. Right, hold on. You can talk. That's fine. I got nothing to say. I'm tired today. I. He's not right. He's not right for Green Lantern. Now, give it. John oh, John Stewart me. is very. Very serious and 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 very by the book. And I've seen The Rock and Pain and Gain, and, yeah. which was really was it a weird fucking movie? Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, and and the GI Joe movies, he's better in like a joking around role or like straight up villain. He was great in the Rundown. Remember that movie? I didn't see it. That movie was hilarious. I saw that like three times when we worked at the theater. But who? So funny. So who could he play? Yeah, he could be anybody. Realistically, I think he would be. He he could be Martian Manhunter, because that's fine. He can be bigger because they can make him taller than everybody else. Yeah, but I think he should be Dark Side. I don't know. Or the, the, he's he's like the big bad guy. Can't make him Doomsday. That's a total waste of talent. You know, you can get any any muscle bound guy with yeah. with stunt training to be Doomsday. 
I don't know. I he, see the thing is like I always see him like smiling and like yeah. being a good, happy, like jovial kind of guy. I don't I don't see him as anybody. That's the weird thing. Like he's happy all the time like Flash, but Flash isn't that big, you know? It'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. But not Green Lantern. If anybody like 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 you gotta get like uh Hansu or uh to to play uh John Stewart. You gotta get mm. somebody somebody younger, somebody more slim, I think. Athletic instead of um massive. Getting back to all the extras you were talking about on yeah. the Hobbit stuff. Um given that like thirty years ago mm. there were no DVDs, there were no DVD extras and uh, and anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Every once in a while you'd get at the get a, slapped at the uh, end of a VHS. Right. Okay. You get a ten minute I'm thing. Thinking yeah. about Star Wars, right? Yeah. So do you think now knowing like from a business standpoint, yeah. knowing the the added value that those things have, yeah. Um, for a I mean, because I'm group sure that yeah. well, I'm I'm sure that like for every release of the DVDs for Star Wars, there's been um, they've you know, done stuff scraped up, yeah. together every fucking but there is something. Star Wars you know, was so popular though that there was a making of hour long special that showed on HBO that I have on VHS yeah. upstairs, like a standalone, right? And then there was um. But every now and again, you see still photos that pop up, like yeah. like shit. Everybody's digging around in their dresser drawers for anything. Yeah, that and, it's, they can and come notice up it's with. all original trilogy, all this stuff. Disney, right, exactly. Disney has just totally squashed prequel stuff. There's yeah. nothing. So, um, I'm wondering if the amount of time and attention that have gone in like a Peter Jackson kind of thing. You mean okay. extra extras? Yeah. Like behind the like scenes. Like I wonder Phantom how Menace much was, of that. Uh, the, the prequels were fairly well recorded. There were a lot of webisodes. They were putting stuff out every week, but the, the, I watched some of the Jackson webisodes and um, the extra features, the fil- all filmed high def and all that stuff. But like you can see parts that they edited out to make the webisode. So you like, they don't yeah. give anything away. And then it's totally expanded out. Um, but Disney, Disney's going to be Disney's going to be smart about That's it. What Some I'm people saying. are actually rumoring around that they. What do you want, dog? How are you learning to open a door? Well, she has a thick head, dude. Asuka, out. Ta- yeah, she is. Uh, tap her, tap her on uh, on the. I don't want to say on the butt, but that's what she responds to now because she can't hear and she can't really see. So she got fed. I don't know what the problem is. Um, she likes this room though. Um, Your rumor. The uh, I think the um, the computer and stuff keep it a little warmer yeah. than other rooms. Um, yeah, that Disney's gonna put out the um, the the original versions. Huh. That's what I hear. All right, and cool. really all people, I mean, <laughs> now with the Blu-ray special editions with the the change invader and um I don't know, that, putting shithead at the end of Jedi. I don't really care. That, that part doesn't bother me. Eh. 
But if you're going to do it, put McGregor there too. But see, it's when they it's when it's when it's when they turn from or come back to that whatever. I don't care. But that's the thing. It's like, is it when they die? Is it when they right. die according to Ben Kenobi? Yeah. You know what I really <coughs> excuse me. What I what I found interesting was to after after all of the prequels. Well, after two and three, after episode two and three to watch a new hope because that's only like 18 years right yeah between and to imagine and i actually sat and watched a new hope imagining um darth vader pre-suit like yeah. hayden christensen delivering these lines and he's almost the same what do you mean delivering he's this what lines vader's lines in a new hope he's it's 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 okay. Watch it and try to imagine him as that arrogant little douchebag saying Vader's lines. Okay. You're part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. I don't want to hear shit from you. Get the fuck out of my sight. I could totally hear Anakin saying that stuff. Hey. So the character isn't that far off, but when he realizes that he has a son, he sort of changes. He grows up. Between A New Hope and Empire, Vader totally changes. Like, my pet project has been blown up. I'm kind of a fuck-up, because I've been answering to this gaunt-faced dickhead, Tarkin, right? Now he's in charge. Tarkin's no longer the, 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 the go-between between the Emperor and him. He's second in charge. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah. And he's he's different, and he goes through this whole arc from from a new hope to Jedi, and it's kind of like he rises up and becomes this ultimate galactic badass. But then, when he cuts his son's hand off, and he kind of slumps a little bit, he's, he realizes what he's lost, and he's totally different from that point on. There really is a lot of arc to the character, if you want to look for it. You're looking at me like I got eight heads. No. It is kind of funny, though, to watch A New Hope and imagine Hayden running around saying that shit. Hey, it's part of it. It does. Do, I know. What good does it do to complain Just about it, right? fix the shit with Han Solo. That, do, that doesn't even matter to me. You know what bothers fucking me? fucking matters. Most? It doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. It because so, cause it's been my life. It's been I 20. It's been 20 years. It doesn't matter. It fucking matters. What matters to me is how the fuck did R2 get behind that giant rock in the Blu-ray spot? That, that doesn't make any sense. What? In the Blu-ray scenes. Here, I'll, I'll call it up on the computer here. Like, he tinkered around when uh, when Obi-Wan uh, first meets Luke in the desert. And um, let's see. R2 rock. <laughs> if if Blue. there's a picture of him on a Fucking with a goddamn guitar. Okay, this is this should be good. See, there is the original version. Uh huh. That's the Blu-ray version with that with that big rock. Like he needs to be more hidden. Sam, people don't give a shit about droids. It doesn't matter. Right. How did how the fuck did he get through there? That's just logistically impossible. Yeah, I know it's in a movie where people can move shit with their minds and just, lasers stand straight yeah, on the no, end. Yeah, no, of no, no. It's a totally valid question. Um, this could, bothers me more than Greedo or really? Jedi Rocks. Yeah, because it's impossible. It's just like 
the droid cannot fit in that space. And well, you, it could also be a matter you can of see it a certain point of view. Exactly. I was yeah. going to say perspective, but yeah, <laughs> it means see, the same thing. see. I I understand making him want to make him a little more hidden, but it doesn't matter. See, here's some of the, here's some of the shit that bothered me. See this, the original. Yeah. Right. That bothers the fuck out of me. That looks good. Yeah. Okay. What, well, it, what we're looking at are the lightsabers crossed in front of the emperor's face, yeah. and Vader's is yeah, sitting. It it's looks, sitting on top of Luke's, basically, because the red breaks Luke's, right? And Luke's should be right. on top, right. camera wise. Yeah. That stuff bothers me. Right. Han and Greedo firing in the same frame. Um, Vader, Vader saying no, fine, whatever. But it's like. Like there's no white core on the lightsaber. It looks like they're fighting. It looks like they're fighting in like the club that the Terminator found Sarah. Yeah, Connor seriously, in. those those look like glow sticks. Yeah, those are the fights that you know we would have. And like like the the the, the Ronto and stuff in Mos Eisley. None, none of that shit bothers me as much as sloppy like special effects. Like this green lightsaber in the hull in the hold of the Millennium Falcon when they're going all around. If he had said, okay, switch it to your training mode and it went green, fine, but then isn't the lightsaber he uses green in the end of Jedi? Wouldn't that be his training? It doesn't make no sense. But so, they, wouldn't, so they fixed it. What they, was, they made it blue. Well, what was Anakin's lightsaber in episode three? They were both blue, which pissed the pissed me off totally because like, the only way you could tell in some scenes who was swinging where in the original trilogy was one was blue, one was red, or one was green, one was red. Two, yeah. two blue lightsabers, you've lost who's where. Yeah. That, that was blue? a bad decision. Yeah. Anakin fighting Obi-Wan, they were both blue. Uh, Anakin should have had his red one. The Emperor should have had it ready to go, should have handed it to him as soon as he killed Mace Windu. Mm. Here you go. My apprentice, get the fuck out. Breaks Windu. So. Hey, yeah. have you um seen, are you familiar with an anime called Kite? I've I've seen the name. It's new, isn't it? Yeah, it's a trailer for the movie and actually like a clip. Oh yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll check that. Some out. folks are saying that it could be like the new Sin City. Oh, like I saw one good. shot of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks, I I watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I want to give Frank Miller any money, even Sam, though he's already been paid for it. Yeah, Sam Jackson's in it. Yeah, I'll see it. It looks pretty badass. I mean, it looks like stuff we've seen before. Right. But it looked pretty good. Hmm. Um. Did you see anything else? Um, I th- that might be it. I'm om- I'm still watching Scrubs now. <laughs> I'm trapped in it. I am, but I'll, it's, I'll tell you, like, like from a writerly point of view, I'm trying to figure out when it died because it didn't do anything necessarily. Like after it went to ABC, there was a definite change. They brought in other interns, which totally made sense. Okay. Um, <coughs> yeah, but they could have brought in people that like you liked. Well, Aziz Ansari was one of them, but then he was gone. Well, of course. They brought in, he was like, too good for, and that, anybody, for that version. And anybody who is in it as an intern, you've, I don't think I've ever seen them since. Yeah. Um, well, there was the one angry girl that was there before they switched networks. The angry yeah. Blonde. Yeah. 
she was all right. They mellowed her out, so she was tolerable yeah, exactly. because they realized, oh, we're losing yeah, everybody. We're gonna, we're gonna dial it back somebody. a bit. Yeah. She can't be so one note. Yeah. Um. But it's it's. Just, I'm really. I'm. It's, so I'm just like in the middle of the eighth season right yeah. now. I think. I think maybe the sixth season is kind of where they're like, eh, it's a paycheck. Yeah, everybody. it's tough because like there was all that stuff with JD getting a baby, and I think they sort of painted themselves into a corner. Like, what are we gonna do with it now? Yeah. You know, because I really think they could have done some interesting stuff with him having a baby and being well, you a dad. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't want see a lot of them. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to lock your characters down. And seriously, having a baby is like one of the big things. Yeah, but that I mean, will, that's the thing. Like, it's because like, either either you're you're an irresponsible parent because you're always out having wacky adventures, or you're at home and it's always a bottle episode. Well, that's the thing. It's like and. Carla and Turk have got the baby. So you know what I mean? There's like right. enough. But they were, yeah, on. they were off to the side enough where one of them was always with the baby. So it was okay. No, not necessarily. No, the baby's in daycare at the hospital. So, okay. All right. No, all right. They, they're still pretty, they're really around. In fact, lately, JD hasn't been around. I meant, I meant outside of, of work is, is what I remember. Like they were either home or one had to stay or ah, whatever. But it was. Um, but it's the Big Bang Theory is coming up against the same thing. I, uh, it's like okay, you have you have um, the on again off again relationship. You have the when are they going to fuck relationship. You have the I didn't think he'd be the first one married couple, and then there's Raj. Yeah. The when is he going to realize he's gay, or when are they going to give him a steady girlfriend? Because it's one of the two. Yeah. They and I really they, think that. Um, I really think that. Raj should be gay. It would it would it would because end a whole lot of insulting jokes. Because it would it would certainly make it more interesting. It would give him an opportunity to have another character come in. Yeah. Then it turns yeah. into not um, that the girl characters aren't some of the best parts of that show. No, no, no. They they, they definitely are. And sort of like you've got your core, but like You mean bring in a new recurring character. Yes, just exactly. doesn't matter what gender. Just right, yeah, it doesn't matter, just new, new blood. Because they're kind of working... Um, and do what they did with bringing in Mayim Balik. Bring in, like, like a big... Like a bring in a name. Well, who was the other? There was Blossom, which was her. Right? Yeah. Who was the... Oh, is who's the girl that played Punky Brewster? Is she still around? Yeah, Moon Soleil Fry. Yeah, what's she doing? What's she doing these days? Oh, no. You know who they need to bring in? You Fucking know? Winnie Cooper. Oh, my God. Like, doctorates in math and shit. Like, oh they need God. to... I like how they bring in people with, like, yeah. real degrees and stuff into the oh show. Oh, my God. I'd have to watch that show alone. <laughs> that would... Fucking love... That would, not that it's not the no. most popular show that CBS has, but it would definitely get oh the attention God. of a lot more people. I love Winnie Cooper. <laughs> I like the show, but I was too old to be like, yeah, all right. No. Oh, the, it was the meth head sister. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's no, uh, that's that 70s show. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were both blonde. Though, so Danica McKell is just so damn hot. Yeah, um, but she's probably doing like real science shit. So she's writing books about math. Yeah. You know, like math doesn't suck. I think I have one of yeah. those books for Olivia. Seriously. Yeah, no, no. I'm um, laughing because I, she's I doing like a, she's doing some modeling stuff. She was just mm. in a in a video with Pink. Yes. 
She's doing whatever the hell she yeah. wants, which is awesome. And because have you she seen can. pictures of yeah. her lately? Yeah. She's smoking. She looks good, yeah. But but who would who could they bring in for a guy? For a guy. Well, they had Will Wheaton, who mm-hmm. I like now. Yeah. And I love the fact that, that that on that show they address how much his character was hated. Yeah. That was yeah, that was I a saw, big there was thing. an episode recently. That was it? really good. That was really that was really um, nice that he knows that we all hated him. <laughs> um who would be good? That's a good question. You know who would actually be good hmm. um, as a love interest for Raj? No. Fred Savage. Yeah. Yeah. That would be all right. Yeah, that would work. I'm still saying I want to see J.J. Or, Abrams. Or uh, uh, Bud Bundy. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking him. Yeah. What's his name? It'll come to me. Just give me. He a does a lot of voice work. He does some work on uh, the Korra Avatar show. Uh, it's not. It's not Seth. No. Anyway, <gasps> Seth Green. <laughs> no, That'd that would be, be too. That would be too goofy. He would have to be on the show as himself. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, they got to mix up. They got to do something about that. Well, Penny drunkenly proposed to Leonard last yeah, week. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, really? That was only a week off? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're watching it on demand. Well, it was like four days ago. So, yeah. <laughs> um, we've been watching them on demand because the kids are old enough to like, yeah. to get some of it. The girls know? will sit, we'll watch it while they're in the room because they'll play and stuff. But yeah. they like, they get a couple jokes here and there, but they love when they go to the comic book store because they, yeah. they pick out all the stuff in the background and we, yeah. we look at that. Um, I still want J.J. Abrams to show up as in a cameo as Leonard's older brother, Leonard's older successful brother. Oh, they look identical, they do, don't they? they? Look, yeah, like exact from the same have mother. Have they ever mentioned a sibling? Yes, he has an older, more successful brother. Does he say what he does? Or maybe, but it's not directing movies. Yeah. They did reference episode seven last week too. Oh, really? With the um. Penny's looking for work, and they're like, "Oh, you could be an uh, extra yeah, that's right. in yeah. Star Wars." So it's like, "All right, good." They're laying groundwork to have a super big episode when that premieres because they should do a a waiting in line bottle episode for that. Yeah, that would be good. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's standard sitcom writing, and yeah. it's, and it's definitely no, written. but it's 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 smarter than most stuff that it isn't. It but is, I'll tell it you, really I isn't haven't... because here's the thing. They're talking about um, Penny got cut from this episode. Yeah, of, I saw that. And a real geek writer would have said in the script to Penny, instead of, you know, people get cut all the time or whatever his yeah. shitty, stupid reasoning was, should have been uh, Christopher Lee's death scene in Return in Return of the King was cut. Christopher Lee's scene was cut. Yeah. You're nobody. He's Christopher Lee. I mean, everybody that, gets cut. I turn, I turn to my wife. I'm like, Christopher Lee got cut out of Return of the King, and he's been pissed about it ever since. She's like, I know. <laughs> Ellen gets it. Billy, Idol why doesn't Penny it. get it? But like, that's the kind of, and and it's starting to irk me about the show. Is like, if you're gonna be in that culture, really know your shit. Yeah, Christopher Lee, Return of the King. It's not that big of a. Of a nerd jump, it's not like oh well, the fifth doctor had a yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's like nobody. But then you could, but then you could argue, do they need to constantly 
make references like that. We do it all the fucking time. It's part of the way we talk. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's just that's just how it is. Be, and yes, it should be. The show should be. How long has that show been on? Is it seven seven seasons, seasons or six seven, seasons, something really? like that? Yeah, it's a long time, a long time. I think it needs to step up its game. Yes, the science part of it might be written by real mathematicians and particle physicists and shit like that. Well, to what get could that they stuff do? Right. Like you said, they've got they had the wedding. Yep. They've got Sheldon and what's her face. Do you know what I think would be really, really funny? If fine when Sheldon and Amy Amy finally do it, yeah. That she gets pregnant. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Just seeing how he reacted to his sisters. Yeah. But that should change his character completely. He can still be the superior asshole that he is. Yeah, but he's just going to be a dad he, about it. But then he doesn't look like he's like on the Asperger's scale, the the what's it called, the autism scale. The, yeah, the spectrum. get him get him off of that. If they've said that he doesn't have autism, if he's not autistic, then he's. Now, if anything, he's more Aspergy. But they said no to that too, which just makes him a fucking sociopath. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, and that needs to change. Yeah. His character needs to, and they need to bring in an arrogant asshole that's just an arrogant dick, that's a friend that, like... Or do an episode, at least do an episode where, like, they have a really just dumb kid or a kid who's smarter than him. Mm. But socially... But see, that that's the thing. You need, like, ten fucking seasons to get a, get a kid. And then you you suffer from uh, cousin Oliver syndrome, yeah. and then your show's done. That's yeah. that's why nobody brings in a kid. Or they could just do. But they're not gonna. Raj won't turn out to be gay because they're not gonna. They're not gonna slit the throat of their own show because you know that's what, how they think. I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen. I don't know. I think but that you know that, that every gay... every month they have this argument. I think that a gay character is fine now. I mean, on their most on. popular show. That's the thing. If it was like the fourth or fifth episode, uh, fifth ranking show, um, hmm. Uh oh, we have breaking news. Oh, Scott just sent me a text. Uh oh, did he resign again? So do either of you have Comcast internet? Did you know Comcast changed something right around Christmas that now prevents Netflix from streaming more than four eighty SD quality? It's nationwide. Hmm. No idea. I'm a FiOS boy. Uh, I don't I don't know if that affected me cuz I can check the streaming quality on my PlayStation um and I don't I didn't notice um but if that's true uh fuck those guys um don't throttle my fucking bandwidth I'm paying to watch movies you know what I need to do now? <laughs> I need to I need to open Netflix on the laptop here Uh-oh. and uh, disconnect that, and I need to start just anything in HD and see. Um, what you looking up? <laughs> okay, thought it might have been interesting. 
No. If that's the case, uh, I don't have a choice, by the way, here. Um, we only get Comcast. No, really? Yeah. Comcast is the only thing uh, in Peabody, which really pisses me off. I don't really. Yeah. A long time ago, they made a deal with Cablevision, who got bought out by Comcast, that they were the only cable company. I thought that both needed an opportunity. Nope. Not in Peabody, because we say fuck you to everybody. So, uh, let's see. I have Turbo, the cartoon, which my girls love, because the movie actually wasn't bad. Yeah. So, um, Skidmark. Got the little... They have a character named Skidmark. It says now playing in HD, but I don't know how to figure out what the quality is. It looks all right. Who's voicing Turbo in the TV show? I don't know who it is. It's a name I am not familiar with. That looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks fine. That looks all right. uh, let Let me look this up. I reach around my drink here. Should we pause? Because this is not great podcast. No, I can always go in and, and uh, whatever. Um, let's see. Comca- uh, Scott says, Comcast says, Scott says, I checked on multiple devices. People in different states reported it, then connected to my Verizon 4G hotspot and boom, 1080 Super HD again. All oh, right, they did Super HD, right? Hmm. Hmm. Well, here here it says we want Netflix Super HD. This was uh, September. Huh. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna pause this so I can read it. Okay. We'll still we'll still broadcast, but the the show itself will be paused. All right. So I found this article here. Uh, are bitter broadband providers handicapping Netflix and YouTube? It's probably no surprise to anyone that Netflix and YouTube dominate uh, the domain of web video. Any video viewers probably used to watching those uh, please wait buffering circles go around while waiting for their videos to load. Uh, Tuning in, real bummer, web videos don't have to be so slow, but in some cases, uh, at least in some cases, but due to disagreements between ISPs and major media services, sometimes it is. Anyone who has taken the time to marvel at the variety and ease of streaming 1080p content over the web has surely also found themselves switching from 1080p or lower, accompanied by impatient, aggressive clicking and probably cursing. Buffering may always be the bad part of broadband video, but that may not always be the fault of the video service itself. It says, no, your ISP probably isn't sniffing your traffic every time you click YouTube or Netflix link, ready to throttle your bandwidth, but behind the scenes and negotiations that almost never become public, the world's biggest internet providers and video services argue over how much one network should pay to connect to another. When these negotiations fail, lose, <laughs> losers <laughs> users suffer. In other words, bad video performance is often caused not just by technology problems, but also by business decisions made by the companies that control the Internet. This isn't just bad news for Internet users who hate conspiracy theories. It's bad news for pretty much everybody, depending on where the viewers live and which companies provide them with Internet access. 
These business decisions involve peering agreements uh, that internet companies make to pass traffic from one to another and negotiations over caching services that store videos closer to people's homes so they can load faster in your browser. When internet providers refuse to upgrade peering connections, traffic gets congested. When ISPs refuse to use the caching services offered by the likes of Google and Netflix, video has to travel farther across the internet to get to its final destination, your living room. Ars Technica also points out several recent examples. One involves Time Warner rejecting an offer by Netflix for a free caching system which would have improved performance for Netflix slash Time Warner subscribers. Elsewhere, Comcast, quote, demanded better pay from Level 3, a core transit provider, after the latter made a deal with Netflix. Business ambiguity abounds in many such cases wherein they aren't necessarily any clear bad guys. What Netflix does in the name of pro-consumer policy, others call coercion, take it or leave it, business dealing. What I read from Ars Technica's coverage of deals like these is that they're impenetrable to a point almost comparable with politics and further compounded by being rarely publicized. To make them difficult to follow, much less understand, let alone make sweeping statements about basically it's a mess and sucks for everybody. One thing, however, is not all that obscure, and that's the quality of user experience. Downgraded connections disproportionately affect the quality of streaming video because video requires far more bits than most other types of traffic. Netflix and YouTube alone account for nearly half of all internet traffic to homes in North America during peak hours, according to research by Sandvine. Never heard of them. And customers are far more likely to be annoyed by a video that stutters and stops than by a web page taking a few extra seconds to load. When simplified, one thing is totally straightforward. Viewers want their video. Video services want to give them their video. The only potential hiccup along the way is for the mutually beneficial relationship is the ISP. Furthermore, web video isn't going away. It will continue to become more and more important and even more ubiquitous than YouTube and Netflix already are. Users and viewers can only hope the businesses quietly-ish at work provide content and the infrastructure for the cross-platform access can come to some kind of agreement. Unfortunately, as it may be, even if you drop your premium cable package, you still need to pay somebody to access TV on the internet. In the meantime, for optimum streaming performance, you may have to treat peak hours like rush hour commutes if you want to go further faster. You might just have to wait till everybody else is off the highway. I say bullshit. We pay you a lot of money. Yeah, everybody and does. Don't tell me I need to. Don't tell me I need to watch TV. Work instead of no. It's my fucking choice. Right. So fix your fucking infrastructure. Uh, upgrade. Well, it. you know what it is. It's like. It's 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 not even about that. It's like oh hey, if Netflix doesn't stream well, people will just buy a movie channel. No, we'll you fucking know? pirate the shit. Exactly. Exactly. So. Anyway, what else we got? All right. Uh, what we got, I think, is next is a break. What do All you think? Righty. Let me plug this back in and hopefully not break anybody's ears. Okay. So, um, let's see. Let me. Uh, where's my Where's my pointy thing for the picture? There it is. <laughs> nice. All right. Really technical. Let me switch over to that. The pointy thing. The pointy thing. Um, gonna do this one. Which is a remix of a ministry song. How about that? Sounds good. Okay. We'll be right back. 
That's like three, right. three minutes longer than the, the original song. That's what she said. All so, right, so what did you want to talk about? Um, no, we were talking about, um, you know, the whole Comcast thing, mm-hmm. and you were just like, you you made the statement that you get Netflix and Hulu, so you don't have to spend all this time pirating. Mm-hmm. And um, to a certain extent, I, I kind of agree with that. I was talking to Andy the other day. We were talking about, um, um, what is it, the about Arrow. And yeah. he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, first season is on Netflix. I'm like, oh, good, because I've really wanted to see it. I said, but... I got to be honest with you. I just don't have the energy or the time to go torrent it, put it into a format that I can take with me. Then I got space on my oh, phone. Oh, you, you take it with you, huh? You know, well, fuck, I'm never home. Yeah. You know, 90% of the watching of anything I do, I do on my phone. Hmm. So, um, but really, it's, it's just kind of like, I just... I'm too lazy to steal, quite <laughs> frankly, right now. So I'm happy to pay my monies and get it for, you know, whatever. Um, so I just think that it's interesting that Comcast is like, okay, you can get this this way, but if you're going to sit on your TV where we would rather you be paying us money for HBO instead of, Eight, don't, no, you know, HBO, ESPN, the Hockey Channel, Speed, fucking Golf Channel, all shit I'm not watching. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. I, I don't think I, don't, I ever, the only time I might have watched the Golf Channel is if I fell asleep on the fucking remote and accidentally punched in yeah. the numbers with my fucking face. So, um, but it's got to, it's, it's, it's got to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to change. Well, it's going to change so, whether they fucking like it I or mean, not. I mean, what I would like to do is have a la carte channels and I'll pay more for bandwidth. Yeah. Well, that's that. You know, they're never going to do that because then all the shitty channels that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else we got? I don't know. I'm still. I'm still looking at this. This stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking through my uh, my um, Netflix thing here. Yeah. Watch on two screens at the same time. Watch on four screens at the same time. Fuck you. I should be able to watch it on as however many fucking screens I want to. Netflix. I understand why, but seriously, I I think I think um, not gun control, not gay rights, and equal equality and racism. the The thing that's going to cause riots in this country is limiting internet access when people can't get their entertainment. Yeah, which is a damn shame. And the entertainment riots of twenty thirty three. I know, right? Finally, try like 2017. Finally, the rallying cry: "I want my MTV." I want my Super HD. (laughs) I want my MTV is going to result in death. No, it'll be no more MTV. I I want to pick what I want. How to fuck up Um, a network in twenty two decades? (laughs) Serious? No, they. Yeah, well, that's what they did. They fucked it up, and it's been actually, actually, you got to give MTV credit for basically creating the reality genre because holy shit, that's a money maker. A lot of people, a lot of people got a lot of jobs. from reality TV, I fucking despise it. I think maybe Real World should end it after like four seasons. That's it. But then all of a sudden it morphed into fucking retards on the beach. I don't know what happened. Oh, you're Sorry. not talking about. Oh, I meant troglodytes. Troglodytes okay. on the beach, not act, not retards. Like, that was you... insensitive, and I apologize for that. Troglodytes and humunculuses on the beach. 
Humunculi? I don't know. I don't know the declension. <laughs> um, what uh, what else that, we got? Those two today? sentences were smarter than the last twenty years of MTV. I know, right? Uh, we had a lot, I don't have to poop. We had a uh, we had a lot of snow the other day, so that's all I have to say about that. Oh, holy shit! My wife's company didn't fucking close. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I saw. I saw, and I don't work there, so I can say it. I saw that the fucking New England Aquarium opened. What day? That day. The day it started or the day? It, the, like day the next day after Friday. Really? The day everyone stayed home. Kind of crazy. That's just, that's just irresponsible. Like, I got, I'll tell you, though, I got a lot of people at Starbucks on Friday mm. saying, hey, thanks. Thanks Why the fuck in. were they out? I mean, was it was it plow drivers or was it normal people that should have fucking been home? It was people who should have been home, but at least they appreciated that. Hey, you know what? You made an effort to be here, and they appreciate it. So that's cool. Uh, I, every place should you have know, closed. Everybody should have closed, and the, everybody should have been. Off I did the fucking get that road. bullshit phone call from the district person saying, "Hey, how's it going? You cunt! Don't call me right." And now. where are they calling from? Maine, actually. I don't think Maine got a whole lot, did it? No, I don't think it did. Yeah. So. Yeah. This was bad. This was, this was, I would have walked into the booth and when it was, like, uh, done shit wrong. When it was really, really. If we were at Lowe's. When AMC. it was really cold, mm. someone made some comment like, how come homeless people don't just walk south? I wondered that when I was 19 and an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just called you customer an asshole. It's fine. Wait, was it you? No. <laughs> we all know I'm an asshole. So I just... It is a legitimate yeah. question. Well, if you're going to be homeless, why not do it with warm weather? I don't... I, I mean, really? I I have no answer for that. It, it seems... Unless... I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm joking about when I was an asshole, because, of course, I was an asshole when I was 19. Everybody's an asshole when they're 19. And actually, when I was 19, <laughs> everyone was an asshole. Yes, everybody was an asshole when I was 19, too. <laughs> wow. But I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't love my hometown enough to freeze to death on the streets of it, but I don't know if anybody that's listening has any, I don't know. It's not it's inside a, information, it's a but better idea it's than just us. A sarcastic question. Like, no, but if you think about I mean, it, it's really, like, but it's like saying, let's, let's solve a problem of hunger and overpopulation by just, well, know, it's like homeless distribution by Ebenezer the, Scrooge eating the babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's that's the atheist job. <laughs> to eat the babies. Ugh. Well, someone has to do it. It's just getting those little fingernails out of your teeth. It's like popcorn kernels. Um, I hate deveining them. <laughs> What's the difference between veining something and deveining it? Well, de deveining technically is when you're scraping the poop out of the entrails, mm, so you don't mm, eat them. Yeah. 
fun. All right, what else we got? All right, I got some links that I'm tired. That I and you know up. how the, you know how the people feel when I get tired. Yes, that's when I start talking about Star Wars figures. Yeah, so funny. Uh, I got a headline here: For human rights to flourish, religious rights have to come second. And I thought about that for a good long time, and I said, "Fucking a right." Yeah, I'm tired of bitching about religion. Fuck those guys. It's like well, a club I don't belong to. Well, let's let uh, yeah, but but seriously, it, but it's a club that tells everybody else what the fuck they can do with their clubs. They can go fuck their clubs, club fucking motherfuckers. I think you mean choir boys, not clubs. They can go fuck their choir oh, boys. I found out I need progressive lens lenses for my glasses. Ah, uh, you're old just like me. No, my eyes are just fucked up. Oh, that's... Progressive lenses are fucking expensive, so I have these glasses and another pair, so I'm going to have distance and reading glasses. And I don't, I don't really give a shit. I don't, I don't care well, as, long, as long as I have more gray hair see. than I do, so that's fine. Yeah, but I also have more hair than you do. This <laughs> is a lifestyle choice. <laughs> Your your Bill Murray hairline, <laughs> it is. I just it, it looks better when I cut it short. No, it's not bad. I'll it's not it. bad. I mean, you don't have you don't Whatever. have you don't have like like the 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 fryer tuck with nothing in the front comb over greasy yeah, no, looking. Exactly. In fact, this is getting a little too long. I gotta cut it. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Olivia's not talking to me, so maybe that's how I'll pay for my haircut. I'll give her the Netflix password. <laughs> Spoiled little punk ass. <laughs> Uh, where the fuck? Okay, so we don't want to talk about that. Oh, fuck those guys. Um, this could be interesting. Uh, this might keep you awake. How to deal with your five most negative coworkers? Ignore them. It's that easy. Well, yeah, there is that. Um, but let's um let's discuss this a little a little bit more. Oh, look at that. Scott says, "Funny how Comcast is starting their own streaming service, and suddenly Netflix is causing their customers issues." See? Yeah, Comcast can go fuck themselves, and as soon as I can get somebody else in this house, I will. I, I, I told you when we when we dropped the phone and and the the HD cable package, mm-hmm. they said, "Oh, you're going from sixty sixty or seventy megasecond uh, down to twenty. And we're like, "No, we want the yeah. sixty. That's what we've been paying for. That's what we would like. Well, we don't offer it. Well, you fucking should." Yeah. Because I would pay for that. Right. Not that there's honestly a big difference for me uh, between 20 and 60. Like, I can download pirated shit faster when they throttle my Netflix, I suppose. <laughs> but it's still plenty fast. Granted, there are other civilized countries in this world that are getting like a gig a fucking second. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's it's a lot to me. It's a lot like cell phones. It's... We're paying way too fucking much for what we're getting. Yeah. And you you notice, like, the internet has changed the uh, certain amount per minute with, with cell phones and internet has, like, that's that's gone the way of the fucking dodo. Yeah. Because people aren't going to, you, you can't do that. Oh, and by the way, this was really weird. When I upgraded my phone to the, to the, to the whatever the fuck I have now, um... I had been avoiding because I had the unlimited right. data. And when they flipped it over, they said, oh, for the same price, you can get six gig a month. I'm like, okay, what have I been using? He's like, 0.7. Really? I'm like, okay, that sounds fine. Wow. Me and Julie and Olivia and Cole, we share 15 a month. 
That's not bad. Yeah, I use 80% of it. Is it. A lot of it is off of Wi-Fi. I, I mean, I do, I do a lot of, yeah, Wi-Fi stuff. Yeah. But. Mm. All right, so let's do this coworker thing because I thought this. this could be an interesting conversation. It's just one of those like year-end listy kind of things. You can have think a so. better year. If this is a, uh, so this is going to be the bad news bit. This is going to be the person who comes around. Hold on know, a second. Jesus fucking Christ. I try to set up things to have I a whole know. segment to talk about. And you're like, fuck this fat guy. I'm not I talking just, about that shit. But it's... Yeah, just um, go with it. We're going to do just, a segment. I hate everybody. I know. All so right. which one is you is, uh, I think, what we're going to figure out. All right. And then I'll realize how to deal with you. All right. Go for it. See, that makes it more fun when it's about me. No, go see, oh, of course. Of course. No, I thought it'd be interesting. We could talk about people we used to work with. Um, <laughs> they write on Mashable. I used to work with a colleague on the opposite coast. So her day started three hours before mine. And so it was quite typical to check my voicemail first thing in the morning and hear an angry voice. Leah, it's Petra. Call me as soon as you get in. Just listening to her message was exhausting, and the return phone calls were equally draining. Not a fun way to start the day. Maybe it's not the other person. Hmm. Anyway, in my entire career, she was the most difficult person I've ever worked with. You see, Petra was incredibly negative. Every conversation was full of drama. She'd ramble on about a bunch of issues she was having with a partner company, for example, then tell me I better get them straightened out. In the end, not only did I have to put out fires with the partner, but I also had to fight battles on my own team to get anything done. What you do is you get that fucker fired. Mm. That's what you do. It's comical to note that I outranked Petra and that she created nearly all the problems. Well, that's your own fault. Yeah. All right. I got to relax and take this from a neutral... Yeah, right. Now, I'm sure there's some deep and weighty scientific reason why negative people are such energy sucks. But all I know is they just are. Then why are you writing an article about it? See what I mean? Like, journalism's fucking dead, isn't it? Completely. And when you're surrounded by them, it's certainly a challenge as both a manager and a colleague. That said, you can't control other people. You absolutely fucking can. The only thing you can control is the way you choose to respond to them. That is not true. I can get people to do what I want. This is is a terrible boss. This is like a junior high school fucking English essay. Yeah. With that in mind, I'd like to think of the workplace negativity as an opportunity to hone self-advocacy, assertiveness, and boundary skills. Petra sure taught me how to do that. All right. This is this is going to be filled with more hippie bullshit. Writer, right now. Yeah. Here are some of the most common types of negative workplace personalities I've encountered, and some ideas on how to effectively deal with them. So I thought it'd be interesting to see what they say first, and then we say how we would deal with it. All right. Like realistically and comically. All right. Number one, bad news bears. Like Petra, these folks revel in the negative. They can't wait to tell you that the supplier made a mistake, the executive is ticked off, and someone someone's head is going to roll. But as much as they thrive on sharing this negativity, it's incredibly draining for you. With good reason. Research shows that workplace negativity creates a toxic environment. You needed to fucking research that? Okay, this and, is And have an inverse, yeah, an adverse impact on your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Okay, so we have a person in mind that was like this. Solution. Deal with the real issue at hand, if in fact there is one, and then walk away. I became a master at this when I was forced to listen to Petra's travails. If there was something I could do to help the situation, I did it, like sucking it up and calling the client she'd ticked off, which I can understand. You got to keep that. Right. You got to keep that open, you know. Um, 
I'd also worked on managing my own stress level by simply listening quietly or asking clarifying questions until I could end the conversation. But mostly her spiels were non-productive venting sessions that certainly didn't deserve much of my time. To exit the conversation gracefully and quickly, try using a getaway phrase like, I have a phone call I need to jump on or I need to prep for this meeting, this, the meeting this afternoon. See, that's a shitty way to, to handle because it. Because you're not taking you're doing care of the it problem. Off. Yes. All you're doing is putting it off. What you yes. got to do is say, Petra, shut the fuck up. Right. And, and okay. in a diplomatic and, workplace well, way, a, the thing is, though, what you say is, what does this have to do with work? And if... I mean, so all she does, she just keeps throwing out these examples of how Petra did this, Petra did that. Petra, right. You know what, though? Let's take each one of those and say, hey, Petra, you know what? Um, this is actually your doing. Yeah. Stop doing that. What's the next thing you need to complain about? Yeah, this is your culpability in that one. Okay? Yeah. Quite frankly, especially since Petra's an underling of this writer's, mm-hmm. okay? Um, you know what? That's the first rule in leadership. Everything is your fault. Petra's your fault. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Next. Uh, I would say the the second time I had to put out a fire with a client, the phone call to her would be, I'm not doing that again, and you will answer for it if you piss somebody else off. Exactly. Right? I mean, if you do it, you are responsible. You are fucking fired. Right now, at this point, I'm on Petra's side because you're a horrible manager. Two, the gossip mongers, Jackie. Right from not from oh not from Hollywood hits Vanessa. Oh yeah, let's let's just no, that's the drama queen. Oh yeah, that's yeah. See, I I had a couple names picked out. Right, okay, the gossip mongers in a corporate environment. It can can sometimes seem like the rumors never stop. They won't. That's just that it's fucking high school. Everything is still high school. Yes. Someone heard that there's going to be a layoff. A new manager was hired. Half the department's getting fired or no one's getting a raise. Actually, that's negative as well. That's all negative. That's not just gossip and rumor. Okay. Substantiated or not, these rumors get repeated over and over, usually by the same people who just love starting up the worst case scenarios of what's going on. Again, you got to take case by case because all of those things are very different. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's going to be a layoff is very different than a new manager was hired. Okay. Yes, absolutely. For one thing, a hiring is a good thing. Okay. Yes. All right. A hiring when there wasn't a termination is 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 awesome. Okay. Or yeah. you could take all of those one, two, well, three, let's, four let's, things and yeah. say that it's all part of one event. And then that's a fucking mess for everybody. Okay. Right. 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 But basically the gossip mongers need to, you just tell them, look, it's, it's, causing more problems than it's solving Mm -hmm. sit down and shut up and there are some people who know things who couldn't who shouldn't be saying things right 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 that's just their job is to know stuff but not to talk about stuff yeah i mean if it's if it's um you hear there's going to be a layoff then what you say is are you here now yeah well there's nothing you can do about it if it does happen i hope you've planned for it and then you turn it inward on them, and they have to figure out how long can they survive on what they've saved. Right? They just need to wait and see what happens, because obviously if they're sitting around gossiping <coughs> about it, they're not the decision makers, so right. they're already a victim. So Because the decision makers have usually a good idea of what's going on. Right. All right. And if it's and if the rumors are coming from management, you got shitty management. Yes. Because they should not be spreading that kind of stuff. Unless they know for sure, 
<laughs> and they're telling you to and get the fuck out. And I don't the like the solution out. either. All right, let's see. Gossip mongers often have little regard for fact. So when I hear, but that's not that's that's Irrelevant. that's a, that's a half truth because they can take the facts and shape them to right. whatever reality they think is true. It's like, oh well, look, Julie and Freddie down in in accounting, they were let go. It's like, well, maybe accounting doesn't have the work anymore. She's a whore. Well, the two of them. Uh, so when I hear something outrageous or questionable, I push for real answers. Oh, wow, that sounds pretty extreme. Is that a fact? Or did you hear that from someone? But that all that does is encourage them to keep talking about it. I can see the, did you hear that from someone? And they can say, oh, well, so-and-so. It's like, hey, until you hear it from a source. Yeah. you got to so stop it. So-and-so that, don't there know was, shit. You remember Alien 3 no. on the prison planet? There was one good thing out of that that I actually kind of took and used in as a manager like skill type thing and it was when i kill somebody it's got to go all the way through the skull no i'll wait for it okay (laughs) there's no laugh there (laughs) hang on Um, baby birds i'll feed you (laughs) no that was it um there was uh every 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 day on the planet um they would meet in the commissary and Mm -hmm. the leader of the group would do rumor control Right. And he would he would he would say these are the rumors I've heard. This is what's true. This is what's not true, or this is what we can't talk right. about. This is unsubstantiated. Like the rumor was that there was a crash. There was a survivor. It's a woman. She's quarantined. Don't fucking rape her. Oh, like, we we tried that at, at AMC once. Were you around yeah. for the oh, for yeah. the sex change rumor? We started an a rumor employee that there was an or, employee yes. that an employee had had a sex yes. change, but I wouldn't say who yes. it was. So, and then it was that was the opposite of rumor control. That, well, no, but we wanted to see how long it would take to get. Yes, back I believe I was in us. on that planning session. So, um, that was funny. But there were legitimate times where we did that when low AMC had bought us, and we're like, "This is what yeah. we're hearing. You guys are saying this is what's true. Right. This is what's not." And you have to just lay it out there because hearing it from anyone in a in a in a more of a managerial position kind of puts everybody at ease. Right. If it's like, yes, the uniforms are changing, uh yes, they will provide the you with the uniforms, everybody okay, fine. Nah. That's whatever, that's good. Okay, so um let's see you quick back to this. Uh you'll quickly set the expectation that you won't engage in frivolous chatter that's not based in fact. In turn, gossips will likely steer clear of you because asking for facts takes all the fun out of it for them. So really all you've done is you haven't solved the problem, you've just avoided it. Right, which is the second That's, that's a terrible the second example in a row where she's done that. This that's, is a that's, horrible article. Yeah, yeah. It's another strategy is, is to express helplessness. When a coworker starts spinning their gossip, I hear the boss knows that Sam's looking for a new job. What do you think he's going to do? Shrug and say, I can't help you with that one. Sorry. If the gossiper pushes, don't be afraid to establish your personal boundaries. Quote, I actually don't like to talk office politics. It's not really any of my business. Then excuse yourself from the conversation. If you're not going to talk office politics, you might as well just never say a fucking right. word because everything in an office is 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 diplomatic and political it's high school all over that's the cruel joke of life is that when you're in high school and it sucks and then you think oh when i get out and i get into college and into the workforce it'll be different it's not different no the trick is to just you know it's it's worse than college it's 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 back to fucking high school yeah it's um 
if you're on the same level and you don't want to deal with it, like let's go with that. If you're on the same level, like with a with a Tara type of type of worry ward, all you say is, until it happens, I'm not going to worry about it. Right. And that says the only thing you can control is your. That's own but that's the most polite way to say to you're full of shit. Or you can just come right out and say that's bullshit. Yeah. Depends on what level you have at work. Like I can go into my boss's office and go, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And he'll know what I'm talking about. All right, number three. And every workplace. And this, you know what, though? This is, I can't stand this article. So well, it, it's good conversation. It's no, good I get discuss, it. But it's, it's just know. one of those things like like the drama, because we, we all know what the drama queen is. It's almost like, oh, you're 27 and you're writing an article about being a manager. You're all, yeah, you're, exactly. You're so cute. Number three, the drama queen or king. I don't... These spotlight lovers have a high need for attention and they often drain their coworkers' time and energy by the dramatics they employ in search of the spotlight. You know the type, the person whose workload is bigger than anyone else's. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know about that. You can have a huge workload, not brag about it. You're just that a good worker, awesome. right? Uh, who has the worst flu symptoms during a cold season and whose clients are the most annoying. They thrive on chaos and will one-up any story you have. You think that was a bad client? Last week I had to drive two hours to client's house just to bring him work samples. Sure, level-headed, you would probably take the situation in stride and let the disruption roll off your back, but the drama queen believes he or she is the only one to ever experience such an event, and it's worthy of a wrath-laden rant. Now let's read the solution first. (sighs) One way you can nip this in the butt is to refuse to bite when the drama queen starts rolling. That's fair. Hmm. You see, since drama queens want to be the center of attention, the more you respond to their drama, oh my gosh, that really happened to you, the more you feed the beast. Instead, simply ignore the rants and go on about your business. Your message of, I'm not interested, will eventually be received. My also, my, my approach is pretty much a, that's a great story, tell it again. Yeah. Also, don't be afraid to give some honest feedback. Convey that you understand your colleague's concerns, but there's probably a better way for him or her to deal with them. For example, Jackson... I know you've had a big workload, but uh, but if you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked, you should probably talk to your manager. That's not what Jackson wants to hear. No. Jackson wants to hear, Jackson, you're amazing. Yeah. And when you say it, make sure to stay calm and act rationally so that you're not adding to the drama. Now, there's a there's 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 one there's there's two things about the about the workload. There is having like 150% of what everybody else has to do. And just stating that as a fact, like, why do I have more than everybody else? Well, clearly because you can handle it, so shut the fuck up. Mm. But then there's saying, I did more work than everybody else, which is a sort of a way for people to say, y'all are lazy fucks. Yeah. Step it up. Now, in the case of true drama queens that we have seen where somebody will break their arm or get, quote unquote, hit by a car. Or gets all upset because someone threw their keys in the trash. Twice. Um, <laughs> let's let's take the the one girl. We'll call her Melissa, who claimed she got hit by a car in the parking lot. Um, the proper response to that was, "Car probably should have been going faster uh, and walk the fuck I away." I actually think my actual response to that was, "Oh, good, the check cleared." <laughs> I said, "I said the car probably should have been going faster." My and I gave her that lopsided smile. 
pointed at her and just walked away. Because holy shit, was that girl. She was a disaster. My worst hire ever. She was the worst. Was she the one that danced like a stripper on the railing the first day when we were cleaning theaters? No, I don't think that was. That was a pretty bad hire, too. (laughs) No, that, no, that was... I know Are you that sure that wasn't the same no, person? It wasn't the same girl. Because holy shit, she no, was no, dead. no. Because the one you're talking about was when we were like sort of more lowly. Um, oh, okay. But Melissa, I actually, when I was doing hiring, I hired her. But mm. um, no, the other one. Oh God, I loved her. <laughs> she was a disaster. Too. She was a disaster. She was like Kitty. She was just. Oh my God. She. You know what? She was more like Kitty than, than you know. Uh, that's not true. She, <laughs> it's not true that it's more than I know, because I know more than I want to know. Yeah, there's a lot. To, okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Number four, the the, <laughs> the chick, because you just realized that I know stuff you didn't think I knew uh, that you told me. I know <laughs> the chicken littles, just like the children's tale with these folks. Actually, the chicken littles are the fucking drama queens. And, yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, and seriously, let's go going down. They are to the also end there. they're they're also the right. gossip and mongers. The victims and are the, bad the news same bears. thing. So the person, the, the next thing, these are all the same thing. This article is written. Well, the victims, uh, the victims, person? I can, I can, I can kind of be. I want to talk about the victims. Let's go. Right, okay, I fast have, forward to the victims. I, yeah, because the 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 other one is like three of them together. Yeah. So, victims blame others for their circumstances. That's really. I mean, that's the definition of the word. Uh, co-workers with a victim syndrome I hate those people it's always their fault I'm miserable constantly complain about everything bad that's happening in their lives what's worse they don't believe they have any ownership or control of the situation so in their eyes everything is being done to them they often suspect that there's some huge universal conspiracy that is firmly rooted against their success and they love to talk about it they're the ones that are it's always somebody's out to get me or so and so doesn't like me Okay, let me read the solution and let me tell you how I actually dealt with this in a non-Lowe's or AMC situation. It can be hard to tell someone that he or she is always negative, so try telling him or her what they really need. More positive engagement in your day. Try, I've noticed that whenever we chat, the conversation tends to focus on the negative. I don't know about you, but I work better when I'm surrounded by positivity. There is no fucking person on earth who's going to say that to another human being. Yeah. I know. Seriously, do you know what? Because you know what the response is going to be: go fuck yourself. Oh, not snoring. Okay, I don't know. let's see. I don't know about you, but I work better when I'm surrounded by positivity. Thank you. Yeah, goofus you... and gallant. That's <laughs> who this bullshit is. Why don't you tell me something about? Why don't you tell me about something that's going well for you? Because nothing is. If they're negative, then nothing is. You can also ask what they could have done to avoid the situation—a strategy that works well with your employees. For example, that's too bad. What could you have done differently to make sure that the accounting report was in your hands on time? <sighs> the next time you feel yourself getting sucked into a negative work... Oh, fuck that. All right, here, here, here's how I handled it. Ready? So-and-so's out to get me. So-and-so doesn't like me. Listen, employee X. Be more likable. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? No. Listen, employee X. These people only notice you when you make a mistake. Stop making mistakes. They're not out to get you. But I'll tell you this. If you keep making mistakes... We'll get you. They will be. <laughs> no, word for word. They will be. Who is this? I can't say. Okay. Uh, also, um, 
you are your own worst enemy. Sometimes people need to hear that. When something goes wrong. Oh, I thought you were just talking to me. No, no. (laughs) I'll look at you when I talk to you (laughs) about you. You're your own worst enemy. Um, You need to relax and think things through before you panic. That's, I mean, honesty. Yeah, no. You're not going to want to hear it's your fault when it's your fault. But if it is, my job is to make sure that if you make a mistake, you are not going to repeat that mistake through negligence. Right? Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. So this stuff, this touchy-feely hippie bullshit, um, you tell the smelly guy he smells. You tell the (laughs) asshole to leave you alone. You tell the gossip monger to stop spreading rumors. You just say it. And if it doesn't work, this is this is this is the last this is the last thing. This is how you deal with it. Look, do I have to tell you again or do I have to tell you in an HR office? That'll get the fucking point across. Mm. If you don't want this toxic bullshit around you, you gotta be an asshole to take Can I care just of it. Put one fingertip on their lips and just say shh. Yeah, they don't like that. Don't speak. <laughs> don't speak yeah um did you see that bill nye has yeah. agreed to debate ken ham that'd be awesome now it's a rumor still at this point because as far as i know like it's it's up on the creation museum website and everything but um from what i understand bill nye has not talked about it. yeah as for now he's not yet commented commented or made mention of the event on his social media accounts, nor has he responded to uh, Mashable's inquiry. And there's no update on this. So I think that's very interesting. Also, I think it's adorable that Ham's museum has attracted 2 million people in seven years. Six years. Seven years? Ah, fuck it, we'll say seven years. 2 million, that's fantastic. Have we had more downloads than that in five? Yeah, probably. I know that where I work does uh, a million and a half uh, low end a year. So, I don't know. So, there was that. There was that bullshit about coworkers. Um, Did you see this headline? Fox airs pundit that favors assassinating the president to discuss Benghazi. I read somewhere... It was, uh, it was said, um, if you stare into a mirror and say Benghazi four times, 284 Marines show up to talk to you about Beirut. <laughs> like, that's, wow. that's pretty awesome. I, I might have the numbers in the place wrong, but you know what I mean, right? So let me read this, and then um, we'll take a break and come back to feedback and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Fox pundits. <coughs> fuck those guys. America has a violence and gun problem. <laughs> It is irresponsible for anyone to suggest or insinuate the assassination of anyone. It should be outright criminal for a pseudo-news station like Fox News to allow such a person on their network. They should know better. A real real news network must. They're not a real news network. They're an opinion entertainment station, aren't they? Yeah, just like us. Yeah, except we actually have facts and shit on our show. God. And no blondes. What's up with that? I'm sort of blonde. (laughs) Down there. I still don't know why you bleach that shit. Fox News continues to use Michael Schur 
as some sort of international expert on several of their shows. This is a man so full of racist hate for the president and his followers that he said the following. That he won't even wear a black suit. Oh, that's probably blue what he's wearing, yeah. That Eric Holder and Barack Obama have not been impeached, moreover, suggests that the impeachment provisions of the Constitution are a dead letter. That they apply only to individuals named Nixon. What about Clinton, you stupid fucking asshole? Uh, Sorry. Or that they do not apply to black Americans supported by such towering giants of fatuitness as Oprah, Chris Matthews, Fareed Zakari, Piers Morgan, and Hillary Clinton, Susan Rice, and the band of American killing machines. Viragos. (laughs) Virago. That was, um, that's, um, that's a ship in Star Wars. It's not a real word to use. <laughs> Sorry. He goes on to imply that they are, are they are appeasing Islamists. He accuses them of arming Islamists. Islamists. At the same time, he accuses them of giving Israel carte blanche to steal Palestine land. Where do you fall on the whole Israel thing? Um, this is what I think on the whole Israel thing. I think that. Um, Israel and Palestine get one year, mm. okay? The international community says, you know what? We're not going to get involved in anything you do. You mean we stop giving okay? Israel money? Right. We're yeah. not going to get involved at all, yeah. okay? You've got this big chunk of land that you guys are fighting over. Yeah, this, okay? this shitty chunk okay. of land on top so, of it. So here it is. You get one year, mm. Okay. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. But on day 366, when the dust settles, somebody steps up and says, okay, this is how, this is where it ended up. And then, and then that's it. I don't care if it's done with pens, nukes, broken bottles, fucking rock, paper, scissors. Harsh language. Give a shit. Okay. (laughs) But I swear to God, my entire life, I could take any newspaper story, any news story, and mix around the words that say Israelis and Palestinians, and it's the same goddamn story. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't fucking matter. Okay? So seriously, just let them fight it out. Mm. Like I said, nukes, rocks, who the fuck cares? Okay? Just doesn't matter. Just... End this shit. It's the biggest fucking waste of time, okay? And the, money. Our exactly, money. yeah. We spend more fucking time and money mm. trying to sort this shit out, okay? John Kerry's over there now. Well, we think we're, think we're going to make progress. You're not going to make progress. The, the problem... Do you know who's making any progress? The only The people, Israelis. No, no, no. The only people, okay, who consistently over the last 40 fucking years that have made any any progress oh, I, or gotten I, I any benefit no. out of this? I do know. Whoever's I fucking do, I, catering the meetings. Oh, I was going to say uh, weapons manufacturers. Well, there's the that. dudes that make bullets. Because um, it's all just... I, I think so I've... fucking tired of it. I think I've come down to the point where I see is, Israel as um, as a bully um, and, and kind of just the asshole in the situation. That's... Why the fuck are we giving them money? They're fucking terrorists, like, throwing rockets at people. Everybody's, they're all throwing rocks at each other. No, the Palestinians pretty much have rocks. That's all, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Not rockets. Somewhere along the line. But you know what, here's the thing. It's like, then 
that, but everybody else needs to stop coming up and go, well, we'll solve, we'll help you guys. We'll help with this. Here's right. how you solve is, it. You Israel, stop giving Israel money. Israel and Palestine should say, no, 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 we got this. I'm going to kick this motherfucker's ass. I don't even care who says it. Okay. Yeah, here, here, Kerry, this is a, this is, this is, you don't, you appoint me and I walk in, in a, in a bulletproof Pope mobile. And, um, I say, dudes, all right, look, I can solve your problem with one sentence, all right? Fix it. God's not real. Problem fucking solved. This isn't the Holy Land. You're arguing over a miserable strip of fucking you know, desert. Believe whatever, like I said, just let them beat the shit out of each other, okay? Seriously, break a couple of pool cues, throw it in the room, close the door. Put the. I would love to see in any, in any, in any war, put the people in charge in a room joker style with the pool table exactly you you guys sort this out we're not dying for your fucking ideology and then go fuck yourself with that broken pool i just have to throw that in there yeah so all right we just solved the arab israeli crisis i just it's just so as rab is rabbi crisis yeah it's just so embarrassing that this kind of shit goes on still but 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 you know what though another thing that gets me about this is like rules of war okay win yeah, that that's it. Okay, well, women and children. Sorry, if if that the rules happens. were, the rule is to win. We would never fight. Exactly. Well, oh, you're treating our prisoners badly. Well, yeah, because oh, we got them. You red have, rover, red rover. You sent them right over. They got caught. You have you have an entire fleet of aircraft filled with sarin nerve gas. Okay, you win. Like. Seriously, yeah, like if there were win. if there were no rules, no one would fight. No one would fight us for sure. Right? No one would have fought Russia. We'd just be pressing buttons. Yeah, we take over the world. Be a video game. Anyway, it already is a fucking video game. Did you see the NSA spying on Congress and the Senate? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see some action. Yeah, we'll see some fucking man-on-page action, I'm sure. No, no, what I mean is the only time anything ever happens is when it affects those stupid fat pork motherfuckers. So now that it's affecting them, you'll see people say that's not constitutional, and then the Supreme Court will change their fucking minds. Yeah. Because that's what matters, really. I mean... I, I think anybody anybody that feels like if they use a cell phone, a, a device on a public network or a computer or anything like that, and it's not a conversation between two people in a house away private, like like actual it. private, like the shit we talk about before the show. Yeah. That's private. Yeah. Anything that I type into a search engine or say on my phone or text you know whether it's uh, whether it's the NSA or a Google. fucking hacker or Google right selling stuff or Facebook that that keeps track of the shit you type in and then delete before you post it. Yeah, everything is public. I mean, you're using a public thing. There's you can you can click yes. I understand my privacy rights. Do you though? I mean, really, there's no privacy. I expect. If if anything ever happens and I go to court, I expect to see everything the weirdest fucking search porn search shit. Seriously, right? And we're just like, yep, I remember that day. It's gonna be like it's. A, I mean, really, all you can, all you can say is 
Oh, well, well the, I read that on Topless Robot, and I wanted to go see if there were any like clips from that. On I was just watching that video so it's for like, the articles. Yeah, but it's like, if I'm going to search for something and I'm going to look at it, why the fuck should I be embarrassed about it? I mean, seriously, I, I don't know if, it, if it's because I'm getting older or it's because I, I understand that I'm using a device that, like, is not... There's no privacy. I mean, I already have no privacy in my house. I have to um, put a foot up against the bottom of the door to be able to just pee and Oh, peace. yeah, that's my superpower. I can make anybody in my house go to the bathroom just by putting my ass on the toilet seat. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I like to think so. My superpower is when I get out of bed, somebody's in the bathroom. You know, right. the worst possible time Here we to go. have to I'm wait. Going to, I'm going to read down my my list of a list of stuff that has gone on, like just from my phone. Okay. All right. Um, this is what I have Googled in the last, I don't know, recent past. Um, how do you open the hood on a Ford Focus? 2006 Elantra headlight bulb, Deadpool, appendicitis, <laughs> diva turculitis, Alice Eve, Higby's, Scott Farkas, um, 3DS error code 0222931. Okay. 3DS error code 0054240. Mass lottery. Uh, Crosby's in Georgetown. What time does Michael's in Danvers close? Costco hours. Yeah. AmeriCab. Um, You want to hear what I have open yeah. on uh, on mine? The windows I have open right now that I haven't closed on my phone are um, Clateau, a character from comics uh, from uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, the homepage for the museum, is, excuse me, Museum of Science. The uh, wiki page for Monster High character pets. Is it the wiki page or the wiki 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 page? Just the wiki page. It's okay. not. It's not that cool. Okay. Uh, Snow totals for Peabody. Uh, plastic Witch King of Agmar gauntlets. Um, we want Netflix Super HD, 2001 Honda Accord wiper blade size, uh, trash from Return of the Living Dead, <laughs> um, climate reality. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Some website called Splode. I don't know what I was looking at there. Um, the fuck is this? Oh, it's, oh. A, it's a link I clicked to incorrectly. Uh, season four, episode seven of My Little Pony for the Girls. Uh, Chris Elliott's daughter. <laughs> that was my search because <laughs> I knew she was on uh, Saturday Night Live, but I forgot her name. Yeah. It's Abby uh, Maria Hill from uh, Shield. Uh, What's a normal bedtime? <laughs> and Ego, the Living Planet, because I didn't know the name of the planet at the beginning of the Marvel Lego game that had a face uh, on it. Um, I just I noticed on my phone I have that app from Apple, the Twelve Gifts of Christmas kind of thing. They're okay. giving you free shit. I read oh, an article they? about people bitching about, yeah, like... Oh, because the shit's not good enough? Because the shit's not good enough. It's like, you it's know, free shit, shitty little like, games. Uh, one of them was the movie Hugo. That was all right. Yeah, that was good. Um, they just gave you three songs from a Rolling Stones concert for this last one. Uh, but most of it's like games I wouldn't play or shit like that. Right. But here's the thing. People are complaining about it. Yeah. So you know what you do? You look and you go, yeah, I don't want that. Yes. And um, then, X, Xbox is doing the same thing. Games with gold. You get two free games uh, a month. One on the first, one on the 16th. 
And then it like it's like the one that first. And it's the, a free uh, game that and, you have forever. There's there's a couple like I downloaded Assassin's Creed two, wasn't thrilled with it, but I still have it. I'll go back to it. Uh, I downloaded Gears of War, which the the great thing about that was once I opened it up, it dropped me right in the middle of the second run through of the campaign I was at. So I'm like, all right, I, that's good, and I just picked it right up from there. But there's a bunch that I don't want, and I don't care. Yeah. So, but I, is but that is that shit. is that like, a generational thing? Up, everybody, is it is it is it younger people? Is you know, it like eighteen or sixteen year olds, or or is it twenty five year olds? No, it's because like fifty year olds like, aren't going to complain about free shit that they don't like, want. Shut the fuck up! Just stop the most entitled. If I get one more person bitching, that should have been a senior price. Well, fuck you and die. Okay. What? All right. Hold. Hold. What? Senior discount people. I want to punch them all in the fucking dentures. You don't need a congratulations because you you stayed alive. Yeah, a senior discount is is a perk. It's yeah, a, it's a it's, fucking privilege. It's, it's an extra. Do you offer that Say, at, at Starbucks? You. Not at Starbucks. At the theater. What are they complaining about? Exactly. No, I mean really. Like, give me a give me a scenario. It's like over there, it's six dollars. Over there, it's six dollars for the first show. Um, over there, they don't have the movie that we have here. Over there, then go the fuck over there. Over there is not over and then, here. And then folks uh, going, it's so much cheaper when I'm in Florida. I'm like, well, there's the door. I've said that twice. Have you? Yeah. And do they laugh? Some of them. Sometimes. Yeah. Once yeah. they did, once they just sort of gave me a look. You like, don't have I, to... And that's when I was just like, you know what? The drive to Florida is just a long way. Mm. And then you're going to come here to get popcorn. So, I mean, like... I think I think at the museum we offer um a discount to vets. But and I I'm not I'm not saying anything uh, one way or the other but active members will will or usually it, it seems like it's family members they will complain you should offer it to to service members it's like well what if we you know what then what then what then then disabled people and uh, people with school IDs and people that went to school and people with fucking skin and hair and it's like, well, just give it to everybody. No, that's our fucking price. Yeah. You either come and enjoy it or you shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing folks, they come and enjoy it. You either come and enjoy <laughs> it or shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down to Chris's massage parlor. <laughs> yep. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I'm like, I'm gonna have to say that again. Definitely. You, you can almost hear Scott going, "Oh, could you just say that a little bit more clearly, so I don't have to clean it up?" I will say that 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 phrase, those two sentences, <laughs> that's been said more in my bedroom than I would like to admit by me to my wife. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to read some feedback. Here's the funny thing. I told her, I said, um, hey, if Frank can't do the show because we got to get one out this week, um, you're going to have to do it. She's like, oh, shit. I'm like, we talk about The Hobbit. She's like, yeah, and then we're going to talk about all this shit that I don't care about. <laughs> like, you're awesome. I love the thing that I've been doing for six fucking years is shit she doesn't care about we've done what this is what episode 280 or something 281 okay do you know how many episodes my wife has listened to zero zero exactly yes. zero olivia yes. okay i told you one time i played the episode i played an episode for olivia i said yeah. olivia we're gonna turn it off when the first swear comes yeah that 
15 seconds really i think was was is 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 more than than julie has heard of it so. i i have to say though that i was i was flipping through her phone um and i saw that she had the app for the show and it was the old app from from wow. um from um Does what's it, it what's do it no i tried it it doesn't work um from what with libsyn yeah. when they offered the the apps and um i said look i know you don't listen you don't have to have this on the phone and besides it hasn't worked for three years (laughs) i said it makes me feel it makes me feel good that you have it there but i mean i know she can't she doesn't stream the show because she has a minimal data on her phone i'm like but that's that's really nice that you would you would put it there because it's not but don't bother (laughs) that's funny (laughs) all right i'm gonna read some feedback are we doing that we'll just do one break and then fuck it yeah okay all right uh, this one is from James the Dork, entitled... Oh, we've been going for a long time. We here. are all out of big, big ammo. Uh, some ideas to pare down the gun culture in this country. Movies. Any movie that features shooting at people is an automatic R. I say shooting uh, because I'm okay with cop movies aimed at kids. <laughs> Interesting use of <laughs> term that. Aimed at kids and showing a cop without a gun would be dumb. Mm. If someone is shooting a gun at another person, though, it's an R. Uh, that would Clarification. Also relieve, that would also relieve us movie fans of the burden of being saddled with PG-13 versions of Die Hard. Um, That's a good point. But what about what about stuff with uh, guns that aren't real guns, like laser guns? Or phasers? You can't have an R-rated Star Trek movie because you're shooting at people. Yeah, that's true. Real guns. Right? Yeah. I, I could go for that if it's a real gun, but then that kind of hamstrings superhero movies, doesn't it? Like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Rhino Fire and a uh, machine gun. Maybe maybe it would be um, just normal people. Yeah. Violence like, against yeah, normal, things that are normal not, people. You know. Like a comedy or a drama, but not a fantasy. Yeah. Right? I, I mean. Some... Okay. Um, no, I like the idea. Yeah, it's interesting, and it's funny because I, I read this a little bit when I took it off the printer, and just because I'm an asshole, I'm yeah. sitting here looking for a way to completely argue against it. Okay. But then I'm just like, no, nah, I'd be okay with that. Okay. I mean, you know me. I'm all about, you know, fuck the guns. No more guns. Nobody gets guns. We're too dumbass to, to have guns. Except people in Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Music. Sadly, everything digital, so not much you can do there except flag anything with gun-related lyrics as as explicit. That's eh, fine. Um, TV, same as movies, shooting at people, TVMA. Mm. Uh, it's not that I think media creates gun culture, but it sure, damn sure doesn't help things. No, it definitely. Um, no, definitely. I, would, I would be... Um, I know that like with movie posters... Mm. I don't know where I heard this. I read, I read, I think you can't have a movie poster like coming right out. And no, it's got to be like just off to the side. Yeah. It can't come right out. Which is the audience to me. It's stupid. I mean, what is one degree going to do? You know, first, if somebody's pointing a gun directly at me, it's going to get my attention. Yeah. But, but from a design standpoint, a gun pointed directly at it's the camera, it's, it's, a it's, it's just flat. It's two yeah. circles and an outline. A gun at a, like a three-quarter angle, like you get to see what it is, yeah. and, and you get to play with the lighting on it and everything, and it's more dramatic. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I could see that as some way of sort of de-glamorizing mm. guns and stuff, or, or, you know, not even de-glamorizing, but just sort of, 
getting them away from kids a little bit. And I think that violent movies that have violent that have gun violence in them are pretty much rated R. You don't see a lot of gun violence in PG thirteen movies. Mm. I mean, there's less gore in some ways. I mean, like, well, that blood, turns, but blood that doesn't turn, matter. Yeah, I mean, that turns Indiana Jones into a rate, like Raiders of the Lost Ark into an R-rated movie. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, and most porn. Different kind of gun. Different kind of shooting. Yes. No blanks there. Well, depends. Yeah. <sighs> Impotence porn is not going to take off. Well, hey, that John Wayne Bobbit, whatever. Anyway, anyway, um, I would. I, I, there, there are other things I'd like to see too. I'd like to. I'd, I, that Warner Brothers article that we that we read with Paul Dini talking to Kevin Smith. That's still, yeah, that's crawled under my skin and hasn't fucking left. That really bugs the fucking shit out of me because it's people like that that are just fucking everything up. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Shaved more of my daughter's head tonight. Did you, you saw the picture? I did. Right, you haven't seen her yet, right? Because right. no, okay. I haven't seen her. So, um, it was more uh, we shaved from like temple back to behind the ear and then yeah. down a little bit. And um, she's excited about going to school tomorrow. She is. We talked a little bit about um, if somebody says if somebody makes fun of you, what to say. And um, one way is to um, because. Five year olds don't understand sarcasm. Yeah. Um, so if somebody says, uh, nice hair or I like your hair, or whatever, the proper response is, thank you. Yeah. Because you don't want to fuck that up. If somebody says you have a stupid haircut, to say thank you. What you, I told her what you can say is, I don't care what you think and just go back to doing what you're doing. I'm glad you can relate it to your intelligence, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I look forward so, to the phone call I get when Frankie just starts calling people motherfucker. Yeah. So we have a there's a rule at school about uh distracting uh hairstyles. So I don't think this is gonna fall under it, even though we are gonna brush brush it all the way over to the side and put a clip with a with a with a, a flower on it so it's exposed. Um but we shaved more today because it was too low. So like the way her hair fell, yeah. it was like stringy, yeah. like Grima worm tongue looking stringy <laughs> hanging over it. So we got it up to where it's good to flip over. Looks like she had a procedure of some yeah, sort. Yeah, it looked, it looked bad. So I got her in air and I got the light on it and I trimmed her up and I, there was like a little spot where it kind of wasn't straight and it kind of bumped down. So we trimmed that up. <laughs> but I brought it back further. I, I followed like the curve of her head and now it curves like back like almost to, you know the like the the skull has the two nubs either side where the spine connects like it curves back yeah. down one of those one of those nodes it would be great if her response to why did you cut your hair like that she could just look at them and go it's where the electrodes go <laughs> that's where they put the jack for the computer <laughs> um but she loves it she's she Voices. she rubs the 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 fuzzy part all the time she she's totally into it okay. yesterday uh we went out and got some pizza so um i'm like do you want to go with me ellen took ripley out earlier so i got some of the some royal crown and i just just a tiny little bit of my finger rubbed it around and just smoothed it over her hair to give it just some hold yeah. and um she's dad what is that i'm like it's it's royal crown it's a hairdressing 
and it kind of as just, opposed to crown royal yeah which would be parenting <laughs> and um i said it just kind of it makes your hair shiny and it'll hold a little bit but it'll be totally it'll move around and we um we were sitting watching the hobbit and, and she was kind of curled up next to me and she said something and i didn't i didn't understand what she said because she was a little tired i'm like what she's like dad how do i wash royal crown out of my hair <laughs> i'm like you'll be fine it washes right out no problem or whatever and all that um but we went into the pizza place and her hair was slicked all yeah. over it. she was just like you can't fucking stop her that's awesome the best part is ripley doesn't want the same thing she wants her yeah. hair the way it is but nova like she's she's like a little punk rocker she's she's yeah, a little she she's a little ball of go fuck yourself yeah. this is who i am like she's already starting to figure out like if I was if I was f- five years old and I said I shave the side of my head, mom, and she would say no, yeah, no, you need to look pretty. Like, uh, like that's what I would say. That's what my mom would say to her if that was her daughter. You need to look pretty because you got a, a little girl. That's what my mom would say to me, and it's like, I have yeah, to look pretty. Um, their their school photo reshoot is on the fourteenth, and I said, to Ellen, I'm like, do you care if she has a shaved side of her head? She's like, if she likes it, I don't care. Right. <laughs> It's like, it's her head. It's her hair. It's going to grow back. Who gives a shit? Exactly. If she likes it, if she likes it and keeps it that way for a while, who cares? But if there's a problem with them saying that that's a distracting haircut, I said, I'm going to shave the sides of my head down to the skin. I'm going to have a mohawk and I'm going to put Murray's in it and slick that shit straight up. And I'm going to (laughs) walk into the room and I'm going to say, do we have a problem? Because who the fuck's going to say no to me or yes to me? I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I'll shave a fucking reverse mohawk, and I'll have two of them on the side, and I'll spike <laughs> that shit up. I, I don't, I don't anticipate any problems because she's not going to. It's not like it's bright blue, like I suggested. Yeah, it's not and pink it's, and it's green. It's really interesting too because, like, she gets this haircut fine, right? And the other kids can't keep their shit together enough to follow schoolwork because this girl has a haircut. How is that her? fault yeah sounds like fuckers can't pay attention to something beyond a haircut well i think it's a way i mean let's be realistic part of school is conformity and being able to listen and do what you're told it is training for later in life this is true anything that varies outside of that like me all through middle school and high school junior high at the time and high school doesn't fit well like you are not allowed to bring your skateboard to class with your bright red hair and torn up you know jacket they don't like that if your pants rip you shouldn't really seal up the holes with forty thousand safety pins you know you throw those pants out you don't then tear all the way down from the knee to the ankle and then use 250 safety pins to hold that closed you know that's just not what you do that's what i did because yeah. i didn't i i wanted a certain thing and i fucking did it right fuck them where else do you get chain mail <laughs> exactly exactly i could kick fucking watermelons in half with that leg no i actually really liked the pants in the store that sold them closed was there Pick- was one day that was i on went Pickering to school Wharf, so there was one day i went to school and uh my shoe was untied and i left it like that for a while i was uh <laughs> 
<laughs> you were a fucking risk taker. It was pretty crazy. I didn't care. Like I would, I would sit there, and I would, um, I'd shave. I actually shaved the same side of my head in high school, like randomly that yeah. Nova has shaved now. Except then I would go out to like Boston Beauty Supply and buy the brightest purple hair color I could find, yeah. and then I would use the um, the the bleach that women use for their mustaches because that makes your hair white yeah. and porous. And I would bleach my hair with that. You need a bunch of that to do your whole head. And then like like there is nothing to me more sad than somebody that doesn't take all the proper steps to dye their hair. Like if you have brown hair and you're gonna dye it like like turquoise or blue, you gotta bleach that shit. Yeah. Otherwise, it's this weird kind of mess. Some parts will be brighter than others, and it won't always work. Bleach your hair, wait a few days, use conditioner, get it back, and yeah. it's supple again, and then put the color in it. I did every color but green because I was. In high school, I was thin, and I had a very wide smile. I didn't need those fucking problems. <laughs> Seriously, because like, like Batman 1989, Batman had just come out, and I'm like, yeah. fuck it, I'm doing every color but green. Uh, so I did red a lot. That's so, funny. Yeah, but she's getting it out. She uh, yeah. she knows, and she she has the confidence of innocence, which is which is really nice. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear how that goes. Yeah, I'm going to take some pictures tomorrow when she's dressed for school because cool. today was all pajamas yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, um, right. if well, we can yeah. if we can teach her from an early age not to give a shit what other people think, uh, she's miles ahead of where I was. Oh, yeah. So I'd be very happy with that. Um, I guess it's time to do this and end the show, right? I guess so. It's late. I got to get up in three hours. Oh. Uh, let me turn this down a little bit here. This might work a little better if I turn this down a little bit and then turn it up over here. See how this works. Well, another week has come and gone, and here I am faced with Are You Serious needing a segment for this week. Well, I wish I had a lot extra time the day to do one, but (laughs) Chris told me you guys are recording tonight. I was like, oh yeah? How about a little more time? To which Chris responded, Oh, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) So for your listening pleasure, a segment from two and a half years ago on episode 151. Enjoy. I remember this one. (laughs) (laughs) Last rites with Reverend Scott. He said that name for two, two and a half years, that title. It's been longer than that. Yeah, yeah. piece of shit interesting speaking of pieces of shit let's listen to this <laughs> hey there chris and frank it's reverend scott well another week has gone by and that brings us another week closer to the presidential elections Ooh. i am again without a running mate who would have thought a guy named anthony weiner would be a twitter perv I guess looks can be deceiving. 
You can't just look at a guy and figure out what he wants. He wants a cock. Whoa, you can't just jump to conclusions, guys. I just want to punch him in his fucking face. I just don't like him. Fine, fine. I, I dropped them, Chris. I mean, calm down. It's it's not like you guys weren't going a little off the deep end with political opinions lately anyways. First, the economy crashed. But you guys took a totally atheist point of view on that one. The economy crashed because it's God's plan to return USA to biblical principles. Oh. <laughs> Plus, uh, we all know that gay marriage is a hot-button topic right now due to the recent events in New York. But you can't always just speak what's on your mind, guys. We have equated gay marriage with cancer. Wow. Not to mention your opinion <laughs> that of gay men and women who choose to exercise their new right to get know. married. Barbarians who need to be educated and disciplined. That's not going to win you guys any votes. Not to mention, that's very ballsy. <laughs> what makes you think you can get away with saying stuff like that? Because I'm six foot three and white. Chris, that's, that's not an excuse. And my kids are white. It's not a cumulative. <laughs> and my wife is white. You can't surround yourself with some white-skinned shield. You're not going to stop us because <laughs> there's no way you can do that. Besides, you still want to come across as bigots. I can renounce my white skin. No, no, no. You, you can't do that either. Sometimes I wonder why you guys are even running for office in the first place. It's all about money, motherfuckers. It's all about money. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me one bit. I hope this all doesn't hurt your campaign too bad. I'd hate to think I damaged your guys' reputation. So, no hard feelings, and I hope you appreciate the data I put together for my segments. I like that he's using, uh, what's that shit that... Common people, sense? Facts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, let's switch gears a bit and talk about something very important. Our nation's youth. Like you, Chris and Frank, I too have children that will one day be faced with an important decision. A decision on whether or not to have sex. While my original plan to meet all men wanting to date my daughter ahead of time with a sawed-off double-barreled 20-gauge shotgun <laughs> in hand may be a valid deterrent to sexual advances, but I can't be everywhere all the time. I've decided to join you on the Are You Serious new sex education campaign. I put this brief commercial spot together in hopes that it will help parents all around the world. Hi, I'm Reverend Scott. On behalf of the Are You Serious podcast, I'd like to take a minute to talk to you about something very important. Like many of you young men and women out there, I too was once a horny teenager. I know it can be very tempting to take that big leap into sex. Whether you have a partner you feel you're very much in love with, or you're just plain drunk on jungle juice doing that second line of blow through a dollar bill on a mere table, you'll be thinking about how sex might be the right next step in your relationship. Chris, Frank, and myself are all here today to tell you that here at the Are You Serious podcast, we know there's another way to take your love or drug-induced, drunk, and stupor to the next level. Use your mouth. I mean, really. <laughs> That's right, Frank. The Are You Serious podcast says, take it in the mouth. Yeah, that was two years ago. they want to have some fun, they should use their tongue. Blow him, eat her, whatever, okay? Yeah. Yeah. You want your partner to get off, fine. Just don't fuck, okay? Mm. Suck his dick, eat her out, whatever, yeah. okay? Just don't fuck. What's that you say? Just don't fuck? Just don't fuck. Just, Just don't, don't fuck. fuck. <laughs> You can get your rocks off without being rude. Suggest 69, dude. So remember, kids, we're the Are You Serious podcast, and safe sex always sounds better when you can only speak in consonants. <laughs> Wear a necklace, not a maternity dress. There you go. Give her pearls. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
think that's a message that kids can relate to. <laughs> I figure in about 10 to 15 years, we should see a significant drop in STDs, teen pregnancy, and the overall population eventually leading in the end of the human race. Peace and love, guys. I tell my kids why they can't yell and scream inside of a store. And I say, because I said so. <laughs> Never explain why. Cockballs. <laughs> Put that in the Dropbox uh, right now. Please. It is. It is. I'll leave it there for you. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. That's very funny. <sighs> Just don't fuck. Just don't fuck. Seriously, there's another t-shirt right there. Just don't fuck. Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll have enough listeners to be able to uh, have t-shirts. Or I'll just make one for you, and that'll be it. Seriously. Yeah. So, I think it's time to do this. Oh, I gotta stretch. Oh, can't you just wait, like, 30 more seconds? Just bring this up here. Here we go. <laughs> now I look... All right. So it's AreYouSeriousPodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I can do Wednesday night this week. Can you? Um, isn't that the night we're doing? Yeah. We'll either do before or after. What do you think? Um... Yeah, yeah. Put you on the spot. Fine. Yeah, yeah. No, Wednesday's fine. It'll have to be after though, because that's I'm fine. Out of, I'm out of work at nine. Though. Okay, that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. What, sorry? Were you bullied at school, sir? Was I bullied at school? <coughs> no. <laughs> what, sorry? And you are a faggy twat. But I am a faggy twat. <laughs> having fun, I'll just open this can of whoop-ass. <laughs> Pop that there. <laughs> Remarkably uh, confident for a man in, in some sort of hooded top. <laughs> what do you do for a living, sir? Do you mind me asking? I'm a student. You're a student and what, what are you studying? Uh, I'm still in secondary school in Ireland. You're still in secondary school in Ireland? <laughs>
And what do you want to be when you grow up? Lawyer. What, sorry? A lawyer. You want to be a lawyer? So you know you're a cunt, you're going down that road. <laughs> And who are you here with this evening? I'm alone. You're alone? <laughs> so, so far we know you're alone... <laughs> ...and you're a bit of a cunt. <laughs> I'm liking you, frankly. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Chris. Chris. Hey, Chris. You all right? And have you just come over for the show, or have you come over for the yeah, weekend? Sure. Just come over for the show. Well, God bless you, Chris. Feel free to join in any time you want. <laughs> the more aggressive, the better, frankly. <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> If you're being bullied because you've got a speech impediment, maybe you're from the Republic of Ireland. Um, <laughs> Yo, go on. Yeah, your mum keeps calling you asking for sex. <laughs> My dead mum keeps on calling you. <laughs> At least twice. Right, she's barking up the wrong tree with you, isn't she? Uh, no, I'm you. Bit if she is. You're up for it. Well, that's lovely to hear. <laughs> Not deterred by finding out she's dead, he's gone, yeah, I'll still do it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it is fine, I mean, that, see, that would seem like a rude thing to shout out. Your mum's up for it, but I don't mind at all because I was warned that he was going to be here this evening. <laughs> I knew you were going to be here because I was actually warned by your mum. <laughs> no, seriously, she did, she warned me. She said... She said, my boy's going to be at your show. <laughs> He's a wrong and he'll probably shout something out. What a cunt. <laughs> at least I think she was talking to me. I wasn't the only one there. <laughs> and she had a mouthful. <laughs> go on, have another go. I do this for a living. I love it. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I do for a living. I think of little jokes in my head, and then I tell them to you so that you'll like me. <laughs> Sounds a bit tragic when I say, what was that? It's not working. <laughs> well, you can fuck off. <laughs> this is as good as it ever fucking goes. <laughs> I don't come to your work and knock the sailor's cocks out of your mouth, do I? <laughs> Where are you? It's not working, man. Give us a wave. <laughs> what do you do, sir? You, you do telecoms. <laughs> what, what do you do? Do you? I do you. I do you, <laughs> you telephone. <laughs> what, sorry? Build telephone networks. You build them networks. <laughs> Ironically, you work in communications and can hardly. <laughs> can hardly string a fucking sentence together. Speaking of which, did you all see that heartbreaking story in the Mirror newspaper last year? Yeah. They ran a campaign... <laughs> Are you showing off to the other children? <laughs> Are you pretending you can read? <laughs> By heartbreaking story, do you mean the tits on page three? <laughs> what, sorry? I'm fine for fruit and veg, thank you. I presume that's what he's talking about. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. 
nice that you're here, though. It's a night off for someone, isn't it? <laughs> um, any other ultimate sexual fantasies? My girlfriend. My girlfriend. <laughs> well, maybe we could double team her. <laughs> my girlfriend is your ultimate sexual fantasy. <laughs> yes, people see my girlfriend and they see me and they say, she's only going out with you because you're famous. And I say, but I am famous. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> is, is that your girlfriend? That is my girlfriend. That's your girlfriend? <laughs> I'm not going to swap if that's okay. <laughs> Can I just clarify? You are a beautiful lady, no disrespect to you. <laughs> but he heckled, I had to put him down. <laughs> and the only way to get to him was through you. <laughs> I like the way as well. I suggested your girlfriend wasn't good looking enough and you applauded. <laughs> yeah, you'll be using those hands later on, won't you? <laughs> Where's the best place you performed? The best place I've performed? I'd have to say in your girlfriend. <laughs> to Alton Towers? Yes. What do you think? Do you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. Shit. <laughs> Go on, who was that? Was you? Did you have a shit time? It was awful. My God. <laughs> Tell me more. You robbed the fruit machine. You ro <laughs> Sorry, the best thing about Alton Towers was we robbed a fruit machine. <laughs> that is an amazing sentence. <laughs> Sorry, sir, your time as the gypsy this evening is now... <laughs> it's now over. That is... Forget it. Forget it. You have been out-chaved. <laughs> well, to, well, you went to Walton Towers and your complaint was not enough to Nick. <laughs> I love the way you're using now an expression of... Hey, you rob a fruit... You see a fruit machine, you rob a fruit machine. <laughs> come on, we're friends. We all come on. You know I'm a guy, you're a guy. We steal things from fruit machines. <laughs> no! What's your name, sir? Daniel. Daniel. Well, nice to meet you, Daniel. What do you do? I work at a jeweller's in Montreal. <laughs> Unless you're the cleaner, <laughs> they've made a massive error of judgment. <laughs> so how long have you been casing this joint? <laughs> About a year. And when's the big job? <laughs> This is great. Do I get paid extra if this ends up on Crime Watch? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Was that Dover? <laughs> well, you were castrated before you got a chance to... <laughs> right. <laughs> were you worried about sounding silly, so you thought, well, I'll put on a ludicrous high-pitched voice? <laughs> that should sort things out, shouldn't it? So you're a sailor, are you? <laughs> Imagine my surprise at your high-pitched voice. Hmm. <laughs> you do me the effort, have you? You've not made an effort, have you? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, bless him. Mongo, no lie. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> and so your comment there is, I haven't made much of an effort. Well, there's some cameras and some fucking lights. I don't know what you had in mind. <laughs> it's not like I come to your work and knock the sailor's cocks out of your mouth, is it? <laughs> weird thing from a quite a tough looking man from Glasgow to say oh you've not made much of an effort I thought you'd be dressed up prettier it's a little bit prison rape coming from you sir that's what it feels like it happens to me all the time it happened a couple of weeks ago a guy sitting where you're sitting there sir front and center his phone went off now everyone's got a mobile phone someone's gonna leave it on by mistake it's not the end of the world just switch it off not a problem he took the call. <laughs> so there's me and 2,000 people going, what the fuck is this guy on? He totally confidently, he went, I'm at a comedy show. And then there was a pause and he went, not really. <laughs> not really. I'll leave you with this. It has been a pleasure talking to you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll leave you with this. This is the harshest heckle I've ever had to deal with. I was doing a gig in uh, Edinburgh at late in life. It doesn't start till one o'clock in the morning, so they're all out of their minds on heroin and shortbread. <laughs> okay, so it's a late night gig. Everyone's drunk and high and out of their minds. And, and it's all going quite well. I'm about ten minutes into the gig. And, you know, doing my usual thing. It's about eight years ago. I was pretty new to this game. And this guy from the side shouts very clearly, loudly, confidently, just as I'm halfway through a joke, my mum died of cancer. <laughs> I thought, shit, the bed, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought, well, I'll deal with this logically and in order. I, I, I said, well, firstly, I wasn't talking about mums, and secondly, I wasn't talking about cancer. <laughs> and he came back with the epically harsh, no, but it was funnier than this. <laughs> Let's start with Jimmy Carr. Thank you very much indeed. Cheers. Thanks, Thank you. Cheers. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.